0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: I have two words for you. Let
2: me guess. Get out. No, he's going to say suck it. He's
1: not going to say suck
2: it. Suck it. You were right
1: bye
3: there's the door later days if you don't mind i will begin at the beginning it's a new day let's get going
1: Oh, well i'd like to thank the great state of california for your time and for being my home for many many years i'll be thinking of you
2: okay i'm gonna go ahead and cut this short because it's been bad and unhelpful (laughs)
1: bye bing bing that's the end of that you know it's the only thing you can say specialist time to wrap it up going home but look i gotta go i will see you soon i hope not and now what just wanted to say goodbye and then i wanted to watch you leave
4: our feature presentation
5: He was a good man. He had a good run. Yeah. 30 years, man. Sad. He had We're, one day left. Yeah. One day it. left. It is his final day. What are you guys going to miss about him the most?
6: <sighs> um... That shouldn't be difficult. Come on. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to miss so much about being. Are we getting serious now or not? <sighs> Too early. Guys, I'm Too uh, early. I'm, I'm
7: guys, messing around. Yeah. Guys, I'm, I'm alive. I'm, I'm I, I you you were fooled you by the RIP we You were you fooled say, by the RIPB hashtag. I'm actually fine. Are I'm you fine.
5: saying we shouldn't do that serious stuff here but maybe later?
7: In the show, I'm saying I, I don't, don't really, win. I don't really want to hear what People you guys are going to or not going to miss about me. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying that would be that would be a rude awakening.
6: Bean, why did you kill Mister Bean yesterday?
7: I sure wasn't expecting worldwide confusion over the death of the great Rowan Atkinson. I'll tell you that. Um, who started RIP Bean as a hashtag too? By the way, is that you, Jensen? Yeah,
8: it's been going on for a long time, man. Yeah, we've, been, a bunch we've been of using it. Yeah. yeah.
7: I mean it was the number 1 US trend last night.
8: Yeah. Yes, I mean thank Thankfully, uh, I think it was mostly about Rowan Atkinson. Yeah,
6: people going, oh, thank God, I came on to find out why Rest in Peace Bean was here. He's not dead. And then other people would be like, no, he's actually a legendary DJ in L.A. And people are like, don't care.
7: Don't care. <laughs> Moving on. I hope you Care about dead. Mr. Bean. Uh, it was very weird to have so all these I... people, all these people confused and panicked. But I mean, look, I would have do- done the same thing. You know, if I saw R.I.P., what I thought was a celebrity, I would have been panicked, too. Absolutely. But it was funny. Yeah. It was funny. Um, Kevin, how are you feeling, man? Fantastic. Really? I think that was sarcastic. <laughs> Never better.
5: I'm as strong as a horse. I'm the I'm the healthiest man alive. You I've said heard horse. That. I did, first of all. Um... <laughs> He's as
8: strong as a horse. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Uh, Poor Um, Kevin, he couldn't even lift up his finger to flip me off, it was just painful You sort of saw it, right? I sort of saw it, it just looked arthritic We have one guy moving
8: and another guy who's as strong as a horse. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) This show's killing it Well, at least after
7: the show today, all you have to do is go right back home and get right back under those covers, right? Oh, wait You can sleep for the whole weekend, right? No, Mm -hmm.
6: you're uh, hopping on a plane in New York Where you have to put on a suit. Kevin, none of this is good for you. Yeah,
7: this is poor timing. Oh
6: dear.
5: I would just like to say that. You chose your last day very selfishly, and maybe Monday would have been better, or Tuesday of this week, you know? Wait,
7: I don't understand, because I'm, I'm screwing up Jensen's birthday? Oh, because oh, yes. you're sick. Oh, no, I, I don't care about Jensen's birthday. I'm oh, saying okay. because I'm yeah. sick. That's dude, proven I... the whole team doesn't care. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to get sick, dude. I didn't
5: either, but I I'm saying either. you should have taken that into account. Well, I'm sorry <laughs> about that.
7: <laughs> hey, um in lieu of the uh, the thing today, I mm. thought I might read a couple of emails from the Kevin Bean listeners. Yes. Um It has been... It goes without saying, and I know that you have seen some collateral um, social media presence and emails yourself because they include uh, you guys uh, a lot in them because, you know, they love the whole show, not just me. But it has been overwhelming how, much, how many listeners I have heard from. And I know I said this a couple of days ago, but the listeners who have listened for a ridiculous amount of time, I had no idea we had so many long-time listeners. Mm-hmm. No Being, idea. Being tell me that...
5: Tell me the truth. Aren't you like I when somebody says, uh, we've been listening for 20 years, 25 years. Don't you go, how did you not tire of us at some point? Of during,
7: course. It's crazy. Of course. Aww. I hated us in year one. <laughs> well, I <laughs> mean,
6: most people agree with we that. we all hated us.
7: <laughs> but it's insane. So let me just read a, a couple of emails and we'll sprinkle in some more in your Afro calls and whatnot throughout the day as well. Uh, Dear Bean. Where does one begin thanking someone in a relationship like this? By the way, uh, none of these emails included nudes. And I thought if you're really trying to thank somebody, you thank somebody with boobies, right? Right, guys? Come on, step it up. Isn't that traditional? That's That's the currency of thanks is boobs.
6: I don't send mine when I'm sending thanks, and people oh, you don't. appreciate okay. that. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like, "Thank you, Allie, for nothing." Uh, where does one
7: begin thanking someone in a relationship like this? It's very odd and one-sided. This radio thing. I mean, I've been a listener or a fan since August of 1992. I moved to Los Angeles from Wisconsin after I graduated college to go to law school, which I quit. But I never quit you. It was a fluke. I had a classmate who needed a ride to school one day, and I lived in his neighborhood. He tuned my radio to your show. you got to listen to these guys, he said. I think it was all he said. I don't even remember his name, but I haven't listened to anything else in the morning since, over half of my 49 years. After about six years in L.A., I got a good job offer in Redlands, just at the end of the K-Rock Signal area, which has frustratingly fluctuated over the years. It's where I still reside with my husband, who I've also made a fan over the years, and our 10-year-old daughter, who is just beginning to appreciate the humor and laughter you provide. By the way... Any uh, parenting thoughts on letting your 10-year-old listen yeah, to show? Yeah, seems slightly early. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay. D- due to my location, my quest for radios with good reception has been serious work, not wanting to miss a morning. I still prefer to listen live. I want to be there. Before the advent of the app, I would even jog in the morning with a mini radio receiver so as not to miss an opening.
6: <gasps> oh, my gosh.
7: I'm your 530 people. I get to hear the show before wow. it really starts. You give me the ability to get out of bed and start the day with a smile. You are the face kept in the jar by the radio to steal from Sir Paul McCartney, whom I laugh about Kevin hanging up on all the time. All the little memories providing the chuckle I have so often needed to keep moving. I know change is inevitable, but this little piece of my youth was something I just wasn't ready to lose yet. My pre-sad has officially become just sad, and I want to make sure my sincere thanks (laughs) is transmitted to you before you exit and disappear. One one hold more up. line. Oh, sorry. Hold okay, hold on. on. Thank that a crescendo. For, thank ready. you for letting me be a part of so many years of your life. The decades of memories are priceless, and I really cannot thank you enough for the positive, joyful, daily impact you've had on my life. I hope in your new life you escape into meets all your happiest dreams. You deserve the best. I appreciate
8: you. Signed, Sean Spicer. That is a lovely listener named Jennifer. Oh.
7: And that's just... That's just representative, okay? You know, it's less a of little, that. a little, loud, a little yeah. loud. Yeah, I can't yeah. hear you. you, you trying try to, try try to, to thank, turn down a little. to thank the listener. Yeah. Yep. It's just representative of how many wonderful, heartfelt notes people have taken the time when they could be doing something far more important or interesting to send out, and it's very, it's very touching, you guys. She I mean, used it's... to
6: jog with a transistor radio. Yes.
7: <gasps> well, pre phones. I mean, that's what you had to do if you wanted to listen to the radio, right?
6: Oh, wow. She's the sweetest.
7: Love it. So anyway, so thank you, Jennifer, and a, spe- a special thanks and a shout-out right now to the 530 people, to the mm-hmm. people who actually do get up because they have to and listen to this dumb show on their way to work or school. We really appreciate you.
8: There are a lot of people tuning in just for today's entire live show because it's your last, which is Adorable. And That's a ridiculous amount of pressure. Um, pressure. It's not going to be that bad. Uh, we got
6: a text from a guy named Jacob, and he said, "Skipping work with the wife to hear the whole show. Oh, I Thanks have done for that. the entertainment <laughs> for the
9: past
6: thirty years, Kevin." <laughs> 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 but people are skipping work and school today, Bean, to hear it from start to finish.
5: That's insane. That's insane. Look, Don't do I, that. If I can speak for my man Bean, mm-hmm. we sit around and look at the same three people, mm-hmm. and we're in a little room, yeah, and we can't mm-hmm. imagine that it touches people's lives, really. Right. Can't get your head around it, so when Amen. people say stuff like that, it's like oh, I don't know how to.
6: Plus, you guys take are that. so good with compliments anyway.
8: Maybe <laughs> you. you guys are dicks in real life. Well, so. look, we know
7: us,
6: right? <laughs> we so we us. know how much people
7: should listen to us or or like us. I do expect every email to have, but. but yeah.
8: <laughs> however, hey Bean, you. Uh, it's weird because we get added on a lot of the emails that people are saying nice things about. Yes. Oh the amount of people that you have talked to during their hard times is kind of astounding. It's like in person or on the phone uh, you mean. Either like uh, even email, email mostly or phone back in the day. But like people will call and say my son had cancer when I when he was 12 and every day we'd wake up and go to treatment and we'd listen on the radio so I sent you an email. Just I don't know, I just to thank you and then you checked in on my son and I was like mm. Bean, what do you how uh, we usually ignore emails. What are you doing? <laughs> Look, I have a heart, you guys.
7: Do you? I, I care about people. I do. I do. I mean, look. If but somebody not us, well, not you, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but if I mean, if somebody is going to take the time, if it's meaningful for them to reach out to me, the least I can do is try to reach back. That's
8: all. Setting a weird standard for us is all I'm saying. Okay, very good.
5: <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we?
10: We're gonna get down to some serious drinking.
9: <laughs>
5: That's all you need to know. This last drop he was ever sent, you
7: know. It's very Aww. sad. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, oh, and Adam Carolla. What? Whatever happened to those guys? <laughs> they were. I really, them. I thought they were so talented. I thought, well, you know what? They're going to be fine when they leave the show. Never heard from them again. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're fine. I mean, it's they- Jimmy, it's Adam, and it's Big Tad. Those are the three big disappointments for me. Like, whatever happened to all three of
8: those guys? Adam is back to uh, construction. Mm-hmm. Okay,
6: I don't know about Jimmy just eating bacon off of walls, I
8: heard. Weird. Big Tad has a talk show, though, on ABC. <laughs> so yeah. He's the most successful he one. He has a late-night okay. show. It's amazing. Oh, it's wow. very is
6: Tad good.
5: coming in? We
6: may, from we may, hear, we may from from Tad, hear from Tad today. We may hear from Tad, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All
7: right. Because I heard. Okay.
5: Uh, we <laughs> also have uh, Bean's top ten moments with.
7: Well, I don't know how much of a tribute And by that the is. way,
5: I, I, Omar sent me 21 of them, and I uh-huh. don't know how to whittle those down. Anymore. Really? I mean, it's all magic. Yeah. So that might be all we do. Yeah. Dr. Drew's on the show today.
7: Fantastic. Uh, Bean did an interview with Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> what? what? They reached out yesterday. Um, Ryan wanted to talk to us. Unfortunately, Kevin, you were out, but they wanted to talk to us about, uh, you know, we're, we're all going into the Radio Hall of Fame on Friday, and he just wanted to congratulate us, and I don't know. It was weird. He
5: sent weird. you a
8: gift, Kevin. What? Yes, yeah. he did. He sent oh, gifts no, over. no,
5: I should have sent a gift.
8: He's a He's cl- class cl- dude. That oh, yeah. very much. Oh, can cool. I tell you though? The funny part is, Do you guys that-
5: have anything I could send today? <laughs>
8: <laughs> We've got some. But we have the yeah, Al- yeah, they sent the Aladdin Blu-ray. It's in the other room. If you want to send it to, him. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay. So we we heard it was from a jewelry store. A jewelry store. Mm-hmm. And well done. Thank you. And uh, we were like, he got you a Rolex.
6: Totally. He totally got you a Rolex with the, like the inscribed
8: Rolex. Hall of Fame on the back, like all this stuff. Uh, and then we were freaking out. And then it, it was a, it was a picture frame.
7: <laughs> It's Which more, was still very thoughtful. It's very, very it's more nice. more than we yeah. sent him. Yeah, no complaints. Right? Well, you guys should send him a Rolex, is what I'm well, saying. Well, you'll hear, you'll hear the interview uh, on this morning show. Does Coming anybody up next... have a,
5: uh, a used Rolex that they can <laughs> donate to us?
6: Or just take a picture of your junk, put it in the frame, and send it back. The same <laughs> frame? What? I like it. re in your junk? And
5: would you like to take that back? The Bean Edition. Oh, amazing! amazing. Right. Which really is just sort of redundant, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Most of them. <laughs> Most, are. yeah. Most of them are the Bean <laughs> Edition. So that's coming up this morning, along with RJ Bill, taking a look at Week Ten of the NFL. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening
7: next.
4: This the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
7: Nope. Nope. Uh, guys, he's I'm a, I'm here. I'm, alive, fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not. I'm fine. Are you sure? It's, Yes, I'm the healthiest man uh, man alive. Okay, that's enough. I'm 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 fine. I'm fine. RIP Bean is has nothing to do with me dying. Hey, uh Ally. Hey. What's happening on this Thursday?
6: Uh, well, let me get this out of the way just so we have more time coming up later. I want to give away Trevor Noah tickets. Ooh, sweet. A pair of tickets to see Trevor Noah at Staples Center on December 6th. One winner is going to get those just by calling right now. 1-800-520-1067. Let's take caller 5 for a pair of tickets to Trevor Noah at Staples Center on December 6th. Yeah! Yeah! kids love them you guys kids absolutely love them Bean, i don't even want to do what's happening today um i would start like to you- start the taps <laughs> i would like you
7: i would like you to do what's happening because a there are a lot of people listening who don't give a rat's ass about me leaving okay, they just want their show true. that's not a, true and b i this is my last opportunity to be on what's happening with you and it's one of my favorite segments
6: being your darling all right well you would ask if i was going to do the whitney houston story mm-hmm. so i'll do that for you okay because whitney houston's best friend robin crawford is going to be detailing their relationship in her new memoir a song for you my life with whitney houston she will reportedly document details of their relationship from when they met as teenagers in the 80s throughout what was a definite relationship that they ended like physically, she said, once the singer signed a deal with Clive Davis and Arista Records. Crawford wrote, she said, we shouldn't be physical anymore because it would make our journey even more difficult. She said, if people find out about us, they would use this against us and back in the 80s, that's how it felt. Mm -hmm. And then she talks about Whitney's mom saying it wasn't natural for two women to be that close. She said, they never had any labels like lesbian or gay. She said, we just lived our our lives, and I hoped I could go on like that forever.
7: Does anyone else feel like it's icky that there's a news story just about somebody having a same-sex attraction? Does well, the whole thing seem icky to you guys? Well, I think like it's not even. This wasn't. It's, a, this, it's not even worth mentioning, as far as I'm concerned. It's so irrelevant. But I think to that if
8: someone were to come out with, I had a long relationship with any celebrity, mm-hmm. it would be in the news from a biography. This is a little more because it shows that Whitney Houston had a same-sex relationship, which but, I
6: think most people knew about. Uh, yeah, it wasn't yeah. really that big of a yeah. secret. I don't
7: know. It just, the whole thing just seems icky as if this is some sort of, you know, scandal. You think it's scandal. like
6: salacious? Salacious, yeah. Okay. Like, the, like
7: I, every, everybody's like, oh, my God, she's a lesbian. Like, who cares who she loved? You
5: know right, what I mean? I agree right.
7: with B That <clears throat> is a non-part of the story.
6: we yeah. Just for
8: the record, we've put Kevin in a different yeah. room because he's so sick.
5: Yeah.
6: At he's, least it sounds
5: good. I'm in my room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut up, Allie. <laughs> look at how
8: creepy he is just staring from...
6: I don't like any of this. I'm turning around to look at him <laughs> and he, they, He's creepy as hell, and there's like a red light on him. Yeah. It looks, it doesn't. I don't like it. He's been banished. Honestly, I'd rather get more sick and have him back in here. I don't like this. Uh, it is bad. I don't like hey, it. We should
8: send him back. Yeah, but after then this, you we'll got- send him back. Oh.
6: We brought Casey, finger on the button, girl, in here because I'm mm-hmm. like, well, Casey doesn't deserve to be in a smaller room right. with, with Patient a sick man. Zero. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He might, he's like contagion in there. That's, I, I, want Kevin to do, I want
11: Kevin to do this saw voice right now. Did they? <laughs> from, from, from another room. <laughs> do you want to play again? <laughs> Did you
5: guys lock this door and just, I don't know about it. Yeah. It's
7: never going to open. You're
8: never going to get back in. It's
7: very scary. How do you feel about the woman who would, years after Whitney Houston's death, write a book about it? Yeah, see, way. that's the thing I thought you were
8: going to say you felt weird about. I feel weird about is, that as well. It is sort of uh, a, I, I mean, no one said I can't wait to get a book from Whitney Houston's best friend. It wasn't like they were waiting for it.
6: Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm too busy videoing Kevin in the other room. <laughs> it's so weird, you guys. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad that my,
7: my last show is going completely <laughs> off the rails. That, <laughs> yeah, is,
6: sorry. that
7: is very much in, uh, in keeping with the tradition <sighs> of this program through the years. Stop filming me. What's wrong with you?
6: Stay on target. Okay. Stay on target. <laughs> uh, listen, I don't care about Whitney Houston or the book or anything. I just, uh, I, yeah, could she have rest uh, rested in peace? We didn't need to know any of this. Maybe, but I mean, I just, if if other things are going to come out in this book that people didn't know about Whitney Houston which I assume they will from mm-hmm. her best friend of, you know decades, mm-hmm. I think that's great. People love Whitney and they want to hear more of that. I think this is just the one thing that people are going to glom onto at the beginning so it gets pressed for the book. This Crack gives, is
8: whack. This gives me hope of an eventual Gale King book, though.
6: What would she write about, Jensen? Hey, Queen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, friendship. Her life. Okay. Mm-hmm, her life. Friendship. Love. Car rides. Mm-hmm. Just road trips. Anything else? Hey, folks. Contagion. <laughs> you
5: got anything? <laughs> just her loves. Love of her life. You know, that kind of
6: stuff. Okay, cool. All right, let's wrap this up. Happy birthday to David Guetta, Lord Adam Devine, and Joni Mitchell. Oh. <gasps> legend 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 right can't
7: believe she's still alive with all the health problems she's had in recent years but she's the greatest
6: amazing and that's what's happening
4: it's the Kevin and Bean show K-R-O-U K-Rock
2: Bean you're you're an inspiration how open you've been about your mental health and you guys have done wonders for me when I'm down in the dumps just listening to you guys really makes me feel better and I love you R.I.P. Bean
12: the beginning of high school, I started listening to K-Rock, right? And Bean's weirdness and awkwardness was, was what hooked me, dude. So he's he's the best of the best disc jockey ever. And uh, we're all going to miss him in L.A., bro. Bean, Bean, Bean for life. Rest in peace, brother. Rest in
2: peace. I'm going to miss Bean so much. I'm going to miss the way he says orange, like Kelly from the Orange County Register. That's pretty much my favorite thing whenever Bean says orange.
12: What's the one thing you're going to miss about Bean?
2: Oh my god! Everything! How funny he is! Obviously, he's hilarious. I want to thank him for his decades-long uh, entertainment. I've been listening to him since I was a teenager, but I'm not going to tell you how old I am. Just trust me; it's been a while. I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss Bean for
6: all his weird obsessions um, with certain women, myself possibly included, and um, you know. But I can cancel the restraining order, which is great. Great news. Great news.
12: Uh, thank you for being a really big part of my life since middle school. I'm 25 now, so I probably started listening to him since I was 12. So thank you for showing me most of the music that inspired me to be a musician right now. I've been pretty sad about Bean leaving for since it was announced. I love Bean. I'm a Bean head, Jensen would say. <laughs> But best of luck in London. I hope he brings back, uh, thanks for that podcast, Bean, and does it all in his British accent.
2: Um, Bean, we're going to miss you. I love your British accent. I hope it never gets any better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to miss his inappropriate Taylor Swift comments (laughs) and fandom. What
11: would you like to wish him on his farewell?
2: Lots of solitude. He
11: he hates people.
2: Yeah. So just like a farm with animals and another donkey and like he can do his thing. That's what I wish for him. (laughs) Bean, we're going to miss you. I'm going to miss your drops most of all.
7: How sweet is that? <laughs> oh, people are so nice to say oh. very nice things about me all morning. She doesn't
2: have to
11: worry about it getting better. <laughs> no, she
7: certainly doesn't.
11: Uh, it is the uh, it is uh, the British accent,
7: please. It, it is the final Kevin. I can't do it. It is the uh, the final Kevin and Bean show. But I I feel like every time I say that I should mention that the show goes on. Okay, I don't want people to think like there's no reason to continue to tune in every single morning because you know 90 of the show remains and will continue to be great in 2020 and beyond. And Agreed. I very sincerely, no. I'm fine. I'm fine. I will tell you though, of all the people that I did not expect to hear from on the in leading up to the final show here, Ryan Seacrest <laughs> well, <that's- laughs> reached out to us yesterday. Kevin, you were out sick. We got to we got because a because Ryan Seacrest reached out to us. Yeah, we got was a like message a plan. Dave, our producer, was contacted by Ryan's producer saying, "Hey, Ryan Seacrest would like to talk to Kevin and Bean." And unfortunately, you were there. So, I mean, I had to say yes, right, to talk to, talk to Ryan. No, he so. didn't. I mean, Did he, he didn't use? have to say yes. Yeah.
8: No.
5: Um, I have a lot of well, He's a radio like, guy, Jensen. I, yes. I mean, I get it. And we had he already
8: he'd gotten a gift from him earlier in the day, which was very, sweet very, sweet. very classy. Would yes. have been so, weird for you to run away. Yeah. So
7: Ryan is uh, is also being inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame tomorrow night in New York City. And I think that was the premise. He wanted to reach out and chat about that a little bit and, and say goodbye. And it was very, it was very cool of him. And I, I, I'm not a Seacrest fan. I don't want people to get the wrong idea, and I'm not talking behind his back because I told him that to his face <laughs> on the phone, and he took it well. So here's the, uh, here's the conversation we had yesterday with, uh, with Ryan.
11: I'm kind of nervous. We've got Bean on the – I think Bean is with us. Bean, are you there? Am I on Ryan's Roses? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what would you like to send them to? What would yeah. you like to put on the card? I just need the name of the person you want to send the flowers to. <laughs> oh, How are God. you, Ryan? Very kind hey, of you to reach out, man. I, I have to tell you, uh, I am. I'm so happy to talk with you on the show, and just to say, I am a fan. I have a, been a fan since I moved to Los Angeles. I listened to your show all the time before I was on. At the same time, but I just think that you guys, you Kevin and Bean are remarkable at what you do. And, you know, the fact that you've been doing it for so many years so well... It just deserves a thank you, even from us. That so, is, that's
7: that's enormously kind of you, because as you know, I am not a fan of yours. However... I know. I know. <laughs> I
11: remember. I listened to you guys when you really didn't like me. I remember.
7: But here, but here's the thing I'll say, and I've been saying this a lot in exit interviews that I've been doing with the press. Uh, no one deserves the success that Ryan Seacrest has deserved more than Ryan Seacrest. I tell you this, Ryan, and you know this, of course, because you're exhausted all the time. No one has worked harder... And- and made more with less than Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> it's a miracle. It just shows you what hard work, what just good old-fashioned sweat and equity can get you because you are a superstar. You're arguably the biggest name on radio in America, maybe American history, and God bless you for getting everything done that you've done, my friend. Seriously, well, I, I'm in I, awe I, of it.
11: I can't say that your criticisms early on didn't fuel me you know it was um, it was the thing I would literally be listening to Kevin and Bean in the morning sometimes going to host Idol yeah and they'd be ripping me apart. <laughs> And I found it to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it was compelling.
7: It was never meant to be personal. I mean, some of it was of obviously tug in cheek, and we were having a laugh <laughs> and everything. But but who knows? Maybe some of it was how jealous we were of how unbelievably <laughs> attractive you are and wow. successful you are. Well, uh, and congrats. May I say? And I know I'll see you in person at the Hall of yeah. Fame award this weekend. But uh, congratulations. I mean, it is. I mean, you feel the same way I do, probably, which is nobody gets into radio because they expect to ever be honored. You do it because you love it but it's yeah. super nice when your peers come to you and say hey we noticed you guys have been doing a good job so congratulations right
11: Thank you, and same to you. So you're going to wrap it up after what thirty years on Yeah, Karen?
7: yeah this is my last week. It's I mean, wow. I, how does that feel? It's I mean, I think I'll have a better understanding of it a, a couple of weeks or months down the line. Right now, it's just I mean, you know, just a whirlwind of just trying to get everything done and heading toward the end. But yeah, it's finally here. It's going to be very weird. I've I've had this job for half my life. Wow! And uh, I'm excited about the next chapter. I'm not retiring. I'm going to do something that is very difficult to do which is switch countries and try to get back into radio i'm, I'm oh. moving moving to, the, to england and i hope to continue to work i hope to get a job over there and i
11: hope my career is not over well oh, wow. for, okay so a couple things i'm thinking about well, let's come back to england in a second we have so many things that we give up in a way to maintain the schedule year after year what are you most looking forward to doing in the morning I don't feel like I'm a big sleeper. I mean, I think it's
7: so much a part of my regular day to day life now, just getting up early. I expect I'll still get up early, but it's going to be weird the first couple. I mean, you don't take vacation, so you wouldn't know this, Ryan. But for the rest of us, you know, we (laughs) have an adjustment time on vacation where we have to decide, we have to figure out what to do at 7 a.m. when we're not broadcasting. Right. So, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I think the first thing I'm going to be doing is just, you know, looking at the classifieds, just trying to find a job or something. I'm, you know, I'm going to. Are you literally going over there without an offer? I am, yes. I haven't even started looking for a job over there. Look, here's the thing. Uh, my wife and I have been talking about living in Europe for a long time. Why not move while we're young enough and healthy enough to actually enjoy it? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just fingers crossed, uh, I've got, you know, i got a Hall of Fame or two on my resume now. So maybe yeah, somebody no at least give me, give me a shot <laughs> and give me a, give me a chance. And, you know, I'm kind of starting at the bottom all over again.
11: Uh, I got to tell you, it is just hearing your voice. It, 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 I have so many memories of listening to you and Kevin in the morning. You will be missed by so many fans that have been loyal to you guys over the years. And I'm, I'm kind of thrilled that you're saying, hey, you know what, we're going to do something that we've always wanted to do because that's what we want to do. And moving to uh, London, I guess.
7: Well, you know, uh, to get serious for one second, the week that I announced in the spring that I would be leaving was the week that our dear friend of the industry, Luke Perry, passed away. And yes. he was only 56 years old, if I recall correctly. And it was very yeah. sudden. <laughs> And I looked at that and I thought, you know what, I am making the right decision because you can put off the things that you want to do for too long and then not get the opportunity to do them. because none of us know how much time we have. And at some point, you got to consider how much time you have left and how you want to spend it. So that's why I'm putting quality of life over the big paycheck. And, uh, you know, I just uh, I'm rolling the dice and hoping it works out. How's Kevin feel about it? You know, I think he's happy for me. I'm delighted that we are leaving the show in great hands with him and with Allie McKay and Jensen Carpenter. We've got a great team here. I think they're going to be fine and go on. And I hope they have a great deal of success and stay on for as long as they want to do it. Uh, it's going to be a real adjustment, obviously. You know, he and I have been partners for so long, but uh, that's part of the part of the business. You know, people come and go from the show, and you just you know just adapt the best you can. We've you know we've been lucky enough to have great people like Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla and that's Matt amazing. Money Smith and uh, you know Kennedy and a bunch of other people to come through the doors. And we've managed to keep the show on the air when they leave. So I think I, I think that's what we're all hoping for.
11: Bean Baxter of Kevin and Bean, I will see you this weekend. You meet Dr. Ruth all uh, celebrating our run and radio this weekend. I, yeah, let's
7: face it. Dr. Ruth is the draw. She's the only reason we're all yeah, going I, to the ceremony. I agree.
11: I agree. <laughs> I really have never met her, so I'm excited. Me neither. Uh, we're,
7: we're, we're doing it for the selfie, right?
11: That's it. Thanks, buddy. C- Congratulations,
7: Ryan. All the Bye. best, sir. Bye-bye. Be well. Bye-bye.
4: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
7: By the way, uh, Jimmy Kimmel... And Adam Carolla, two of our favorite Kevin
8: Bean alumni,
7: are going to be joining us in studio. Nope, doing fine. Doing hashtag
8: fine. rest in peace, Bean. No, I'm healthy. You're sure and use that hashtag. So health trend
7: again today, like it did
5: yesterday. Can I read oh. you
8: some of the tweets when I click it? Yes, please. F whoever got Rest in Peace Bean trending and made me think Rowan Atkinson died. Another one says, I saw R.I.P. Bean and my heart dropped because I thought Mr. Bean died. Another one, I saw Rest in Peace trending Bean and I got nervous. It's not a bean I know. (laughs)
6: <laughs> How many beans does that dude know? I have that's no quite, idea.
8: That's quite a tribute. I'm glad that we're able to wreak havoc
7: on my last day. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kevin is insisting. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, I'm, be- I'm
5: insisting because Bean wouldn't have a going away party.
7: No, I, I'm not
5: interested in that. I'm, I know, but everyone else is interested. So, I, I, but I, So one day I crawled on my hands and knees and I said, listen, let us at least do it on the phone. You don't have to be in person. Just let people tell you how they feel. I'm more of and a looking went, this is forward
7: guy than a looking backward
5: guy. This was his answer. <sighs> okay.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, for someone who's in broadcasting, I know this strikes you as weird. I'm not into the focus being on me. Right. I'm not into but the attention. But it's your last day after 30 know, years, so you're I just going to have to. I know. I am excited about talking going to, going to a fellow uh, radio guy, though. Kevin yes. on line one, Fresno State. Kevin, good morning, Hi. sir. How are you? Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's going on? Um, I just wanted to say that uh, thank you to being,
13: especially being in all everyone else on the morning show, because uh, I'm 19 and I started listening to you guys in 2014, and uh, you guys got me into broadcast journalism, and I'm choosing that as my major career going forward. Wow. And yeah, I'm. Um, I don't know. You guys are just so inspirational and so funny and the way you work together is so cohesive it's just inspiring and makes you want to get into the field
8: well, well finally you'll get to hear from people who do it well though with the professors
7: right? <laughs> You know, Right. Um, there's never been a better time to get into radio i'm telling you that nothing but jobs <laughs> <laughs> seriously you're gonna have your pick of so many great high-paying jobs kevin <laughs> did you
8: think about kevin you think about getting into calligraphy i heard that's really hot too or dial-up modem construction <laughs> Or maybe you could move to London, and it could still be the Kevin and Bean Show.
9: Oh,
5: that's nice. There we go.
7: All right, Kevin, thank you. Uh, I don't think you're going to make it, but I am glad you called,
6: and I appreciate it very much. Maybe this was a bad idea. I need a teenager named Kevin to move to London with me. Yes. <laughs> That's what that I does, need. It does sound a little
7: bit creepy. Um, let's go to Richard in Glendora, please, Line 6. He's uh, going into the Wayback Machine here for uh, one of the most fun things we ever did on the Kevin and Bean Show. Richard, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. How can we help you, sir? Oh.
12: Well, first of all, R.I.P. Bean, and and thank you for for all the great memories that you've given all the listeners over the
14: years. I
12: want to say that probably the greatest memory I've had of you guys was when we went to the Little People basketball game out there in Fullerton.
5: What was that, 93, 94?
12: I want to say it was like 94, 95.
7: Okay,
5: all right. But good times, I tell you. Uh, Did you see Bean play basketball?
3: You know, uh, I I can't recall if he ever got on the court, but I did, uh, and I
5: scored one basket. He's
3: six okay. foot six, yeah. and everybody one.
5: assumed that he knew how to play. But mm-hmm. he's like, I don't. What's what do you mean double dribble? What's that? <laughs> that was the first time I had ever played basketball in my life. <laughs> oh my game. god, how Is that was that possible? possible? He didn't
7: know what the out of bounds line was. No, Aww. I I never played Damn. before. And by the way, uh, Kevin, am I remembering correctly? Was Jimmy Kimmel our coach, yeah, or was it Matt? Uh, Money-Smith? No, Smith? Matt
5: Money Smith was our coach, but Jimmy played.
7: Jimmy played right. Okay, I think both of them are coming it up on It was Jimmy's dream there. to play. I always play, say, you, where
5: was social media back then? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that are was Were you going great... to
6: say it was Jimmy's dream to play against little people? Yes, but I
7: didn't want to finish saying that.
6: <laughs> 100%. I mean, dream big. Or little. Thank you very much, yeah. Richard.
7: Sure. I appreciate that. Jimmy does have some weird dreams. Let's go to line uh, five. Michael is in Hollywood, up next on The Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Michael. Hey Michael, Michael Dean, Hi, hi. Hey, there you are. What's going on, man?
15: Uh, I just wanted to say um, I remember back in the when the guys used to make fun of you for being pretty sad about uh, you know about stupid things about like Will and Nelson dying and making fun of you, and uh, sure. I think they were right to make fun of you because it was dumb. <laughs> <laughs>
7: uh, this is the kind of tribute I'm here for. <laughs> See that coming, but all right. Uh, but I also remember back when CBS
15: were uh, talking about selling the radio arm. And you used to joke about the station becoming Musica, Musica, Musica. Yeah, that's Monday. And, <laughs> and uh, that was uh, that was the first time I realized in my life that I wasn't going to have Kim and the Bean forever. And I became pretty sad. Yeah. And, it, well, you know, it really, yeah, it affected me. And I just, I just hope that... Uh, that you know England appreciates and realizes that the creeper guy that they're gonna be getting.
7: Okay. I don't know that <laughs> creeper is a word that I love Michael. I, I want on my tube Love Michael. Real roller yeah. coaster, Michael. <laughs> Thank you very much for the call. Let's do one more for this segment. We'll take some more later. Let's make it Adam in Corona. Nah. Line four. Good morning, Adam. Hey Adam, how are you doing guys? Hey Bean, I miss you, man. I've
1: been listening to you guys. For years, man, every day, six in the morning, my radio is on nonstop, so I'm going to miss you guys, man. I really man. appreciate that. RIP, man. Um, but I got a quick funny story. Yeah. So I had a Christian guy that would come into my office. I had a little office I would share with, like, three guys. This guy would come in just to sit down, have his morning coffee, do his paperwork, then he would leave. But he reported me to HR because he thought you guys were really... Um, yeah, you guys Great. are crossing the line. Great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Per- almost perfect, and, uh, oh. dude. I almost lost my job because of you guys, and I literally stood my ground and I said, "Hey, man, it's my office. This guy doesn't even have to be in there." So, like, dude, for a whole week, I almost lost my job because of this guy. But in the end, I won. My radio kept my kept I kept it on K Rock, and uh, what over twenty years now, dude. I'm gonna miss you, man. I'm gonna miss you guys. I'm gonna miss the sh- well. Man, I'm gonna miss a show. We're still the show. RIP the show.
16: Nope, still here. I'm not, no, still I'm here. Another roller coaster. <laughs>
1: okay, but well, good thank luck, you, man. You were th- there You were there thank for you. 20 years, man. I'm going to miss this show. Damn, I'm going to miss it.
7: You're very kind, thank and you thank you for fighting the man. That's the kind of attitude that we look for at our listeners. We appreciate it. All right, quick break. We'll come back with uh, what's happening with Allie coming up next. Monday.
4: Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
7: K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Just ahead of uh, what's happening with Allie, uh, Jensen, yeah. you got an email from someone who used to work on the show?
8: Yeah, I was an intern for those clowns many moons ago. They gave me the nickname Lispy you guys oh, remember right. Lispy? <laughs> guys. We were harsh with our nicknames. <laughs> uh, please tell them thank you very much for allowing me to be an intern for them and help me achieve my goal of a degree in broadcast journalism, which I currently don't use, and now I work at a power plant. Uh, congrats, <laughs> Bean, on all your achievements, and good luck across the pond. Uh, Lispy, Alex Carbajal. Thank you, uh, Lispy. Hashtag Appreciate rest that. in peace, Bean, which we are seeing on Twitter more and more. RIP. Uh, yeah. I'm,
7: I'm not dead, you guys. Yeah, Kevin, this one is going to blow your mind. This is uh, a tweet. One night... As a kid in the San Francisco area, I was up around 2 in the morning, and I heard a couple of guys goofing around on the radio. That was our audition. Turns out it was Kevin and Bean making an audition tape. (gasps) What became of those two? Yeah, I was oh. working in San Francisco before I moved to Los Angeles for this job. Kevin was living and working in Phoenix. He flew to San Francisco, and we did a middle-of-the-night audition tape on the radio at the oh. station oh. That I was working at. Sunday night at midnight. <clears throat> yeah, on the station I was on in San Francisco. And can I tell you my only memory of that?
5: Mics were on. I was on the floor laughing hysterically. <laughs> and I knew the mics were on, and I knew this was ruining my career. But I, as much as you try to stop, you can't stop. Oh, <laughs>
7: so just great. Just lying
5: on the ground laughing.
7: And that was the tape that we made that ended up getting sent to K Rock, and we ended up getting hired off of that tape that we did wow. in the middle of the night. <laughs> It's crazy that somebody wrote heard it today live, who yeah.
6: heard it. Crazy. Amazing.
7: So thank you, Brian, for that. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, 651, Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla joining us in studio next hour here on the Kevin Abid Show on K Rock. First Ali, what's happening?
6: Uh, Bean, I need your thoughts on this. Uh All right. natural deodorant, yes or no? Hell no. Okay, thank what is God. That? It's the it's just the natural deodorant that's like better for you. It, you know, it's not gonna get organic, you- no chemicals, yeah. no Does cancer of your pits. Mm. Well if here's the thing. If you uh, Google the name Todd Berry and then Tom's of Maine, Todd Berry is a comic and he has a whole chunk on when he bought Tom's of Maine natural deodorant and then how it led him on a Google search to write them a, a review. And then he starts talking about the reviews. <laughs> and it is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Just because being And people will stand by de- the natural deodorant and say, no, it's better for you. And I don't smell, blah, blah. You do smell. You smell like ass. Trust people that can smell you. You don't smell great. I will say that I don't hate toms of maine toothpaste well he's got a whole chunk on that too it it smells th- like okay. donkey
17: ass okay here's the
6: thing i bring it up because justin bieber's new natural deodorant here and now created in collaboration with schmidt's naturals is now available at target i want to smell it he did a video for it and he said self-care can be simple it's being kind starting with yourself because when we take care of ourselves We take better care of each other. Again, this is deodorant. He's talking about stinky ass white man. According uh, to Schmitz, it combines spicy citrus, warm florals, and a deep woodsy note for an unforgettable aroma. Your pits reek. I can guarantee it.
5: Doesn't seem
8: like that's what they said though.
6: But that yeah, that's not part of the (laughs) tagline. Your pits
8: reek. We have talked about how if you stop using deodorant after a while, your body doesn't need it anymore. Your body
6: it. Creates ends whatever. And- Is that true?
8: Yes. Dr. Drew told us. He said it was totally true. I don't buy it though. They all yeah. smell. It's
6: all the people that say they've stopped washing their hair and the actual oils in your hair are so much better for you over time and you're cleaner over time.
11: I don't know. I can't believe
8: smell it. Smell
6: it for two minutes. I don't know. And want- then you won't want it. See That's that lady speaks the truth, right? Very there. Very true. Um Bean, you hear about your beloved Queen Elizabeth?
11: I did. This is big news in yeah. the fashion world.
6: She will no longer be wearing real fur. Wow.
5: That is big news Why in so the fashion Why so soon? World. She's I mean, 107.
6: 93. Okay. Um,
7: I think we are headed in a no fur direction in general. I think in California, it's illegal to sell it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, California has led the way on a lot of animal rights issues. But I just think this is great news because I'm telling you people... Fake fur is indistinguishable now. The technology has evolved to a point where you literally cannot tell the difference. Well, so why kill an animal for a fur
8: when you can just make one in a lab? Thank God she's been doing it for ninety-three years. Then <laughs> how many
6: animals have died right. because of Queen Elizabeth's
8: like slaughterhouse? quits. Yeah, I mean she is wearing a suit practically made of corgi hides at this point. What's <laughs> <Yeah. But laughs> she going to do with all the, the ninety-three years uh, of jackets she already has? Hey, yeah.
6: Bean, uh, what finger on the pulse over there in England? Give us uh-huh. kind of a man on the street. What are people saying about this? They stoked or what? Oh, yeah. People are stoked. In your English accent.
7: People are very delighted with the news.
6: (laughs) It's getting
5: worse.
16: (laughs) The accent is
6: actually getting
5: worse. And you have to do it all day.
6: How How is is this possible? possible? I don't know. It's so bad. I love it so much. Okay, try it again. Just say, I'm really happy for the queen. I'm
7: really happy for the queen. Uh? I'm I'm really happy for the queen. Nope. Yeah, if you take it down an
6: octave, it's definitely better. You had it. Good Lord, it's good. All hey.
7: I want to do is zoom, zoom, zoom. There, yeah, that guy does. Oh,
6: we have your uh, former basketball coach on line 10. Uh, coach Smith? Coach Smith wants to chat with you, Bean. Hey, Matt.
14: Hey, Matt. And City, man. Oh, That's there he is. I- there we go. I said Layup City. Layup yeah. City is a phrase. Yeah.
7: We just had a we just had a caller a few minutes ago who was at the the Little People basketball game and said it's his greatest memory of the Kevin and Bean show. We were reflecting what a great coach you were, but I don't think we mentioned how much the little people cheated.
14: They um, they <laughs> cheated, lot. they bit your ankles, they yes. uh, they punched your knees, and, and certainly their well look, their game plan was take out the biggest guy. I mean it was like Gulliver Gulliver's travels out there. Right. Uh B- it was an but, impressive effort from you, though, being I was proud of you. as your coach. I got
7: two points. I did remember that I scored one basket, but I, I will say I think <laughs> in the end we win because all of those guys are probably dead by now,
14: right? Oh, <laughs> well, you know what was great about that game—not to focus too much on it—but the fact there was actual controversy. It was a K Rock versus midget basketball game, and like we were screaming about whether or not that basket was good at the buzzer. <laughs> it would have given that the victory. Which it was. And people, yeah, I, I don't know, Kevin. Don't you give me that crap. Oh, no. Not,
5: not the first game. The first game, they
14: beat us. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's why we had the rematch.
7: So Matt, exactly. uh, Matt Money Smith, beloved uh, uh, sports broadcaster in Southern California, the voice of your uh, London Chargers, he was, a, <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not, was a phone screener on the Kevin and Bean Show back in the day. He was hired for minimum wage to answer our telephones. And then grew into a broadcasting legend. Money, do you remember fondly your time on the Kevin Beach, Or could you not wait to leave?
14: No, I do. And uh, not to get too emotional here, Dean, because you might be the only soul on earth that's more emotionally vacant than I am. And you don't want to hear that crap. But <laughs> um, I will say, yes, I, I do reflect upon it fondly. One of the great things about you and kevin and everyone there was your willingness to uh to embrace people around you and to put you know an idiot who was still in school on the air and offer me opportunities uh jimmy wanted to use me for voices if i wanted to chime in on on something that door was always open and uh, i also remember that you
5: knew everything about sports so at some point we both went hey um why don't you do sports yeah
14: that's <laughs> exactly okay. how it happened
5: that's how we got and we into
14: and uh, and you guys were like hey why don't you just do it on your way to work just, just kind of get up an hour early stop in here and do sports and then uh, make your way over to dreamworks and that's how my broadcasting career got started wow. and it was because of the two of you. I mean, had you not decided to say that after Jimmy left, I pr- I certainly wouldn't be standing here in a hotel getting ready to broadcast the Charger Raider game tonight in Oakland. I mean, it is it is crazy. That's easy for things. you to
5: say, but all we did was say, hey, do you want to give it a try? And you took it from there. Yeah, But that's yeah.
6: the difference between Kevin and Bean and so many other people in broadcasting. We're willing to put on you're, untested
5: poor things. No, you're, <laughs> you're, yes, you exactly. know,
6: that's true, but you let other people around you shine. Correct. And I think that is a Huge, huge thing! I'm that excited is, to start shining. I mean, not yet. <laughs> yeah, when is um, that going to happen? It's not going to happen it, yet know. for Jensen I or know. I. But you, you allow people to be great around you, and that is an impressive thing in such uh, that's an a ego-driven very, business. That's a
7: very nice spin that you're putting on it. But the I'm truth, not. Is, no, no, you're putting a spin on it because here's the way Kevin and I looks at it. This guy is way more talented than we are. We get all the credit because our names are on the door. Let's let this guy do all the work, and then we look
5: like champions. Okay, fair, fair.
14: I will uh, say, reconsider uh, reconsidered
5: champions. What
14: selfishly, my favorite Bean, my favorite personal Bean moment. Um, to share, and I believe it was it's been shared on the air before, but um, you know, I was in the I was doing records and rep- repping bands and stuff like that and traveling the country while I was working there as well. And I had a trip to Seattle, and it was right when Bean moved up to Bashan Island. And I said, Hey, wouldn't it be great? if I interviewed the locals to kind of see how they feel about Bean. And I went best. to the post office and I went to, and everybody basically said, oh yeah, that quirky tall guy That's is tall. how they described him. And then when I finally showed up at Bean's home, which by the way was terrifying. And by, and by the way, like it,
5: let me just back up and say, Bean loves, loved you mm-hmm. even at the time of this story.
14: But it didn't mean so, yeah. I wanted
5: him at my house. No, no, go, yeah. ahead. Out out. go
14: ahead. So I knock on the door and his beautiful wife, Donna, answers, and immediately uh, a, a grin from ear to ear, unadulterated, pure joy. Over She is overcome by that, that, that I have come to visit. And uh, as I walk into the living room, Bean is sitting on the couch, and when I say he did not move an inch, he simply, <laughs> he, he turned his glance my way. He did not turn his head, he just set his eyes upon me and said, Oh, Money. What the f are you doing here? What
5: the f are you doing here?
14: <laughs> that Somebody that Green loves. Yes. Yes.
7: Yes. Well, I love
14: a lot of people. I don't need to hang out with them in person. Come on. No, no. I, I travel a fifteen or whatever, a thousand miles. I take a ferry. I take and interview people at the post office, and the grocery store, and the local freaking sheriff. And and I come to see him, and that's the greeting I get.
7: Well, Amazing. that was fun, buddy. And uh, we yeah. we know you're busy today. Getting and, uh, prepped for the, the the football game tonight, but thank you so much for weighing in and uh, and wishing me well. I appreciate it. And, I, and I, I texted with Petros earlier today. He sent a nice note, and I said, please, can we keep in touch, even though we won't be talking on the radio? Can we please keep in touch? And
14: he Absolutely. said no. Um- oh, okay. <laughs> He said, no, 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 <laughs> you don't, you don't want that. You're just saying it. Being, no, he's talking to you that, though. But, uh, you can
7: keep yeah, making yeah, bets that neither of you pay off. I do want to keep exactly. That's all. That's I'm going to, you know, people like money that I consider a friend. I really don't talk to outside of when he comes on our show. So I'd like to, you know, once in a while know how you're doing. So thanks well, for jumping you know, on, man.
14: When I knock on the door in London, I right. hope to, uh, I hope to have a better greeting than okay. uh, what the F are you doing here? Yeah. Being you're the best. I love you, man. You mean everything to, I, well, you don't mean everything. Now I sound like I'm talking to coach Ditka when you had him hang up on me. You uh the other best. You motivation. A very, him, yeah, a yeah, very important part of uh where I stand today and I can't thank you enough for that. Right back oh. at you.
6: Oh. Oh. Oh,
4: he was,
14: he was, he was done. done. He was done. He
6: was done. Kevin, you did the right thing. You hug <laughs> up on about on purpose.
4: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Has Jimmy
7: never been in a radio
5: studio before?
4: <laughs> What's that? Yeah, why are you <laughs> I calling so. out of the floor, Jimmy? Because everything's
18: tied in a knot here. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's a metaphor. Hey, welcome, Jimmy Kimmel. Well, well, thank you. Uh, I'm I'm happy to, and sad to be here this morning. On yeah. This- Solemn occasion.
5: I'm also. Why are you wearing a mask? Because I'm sick and I don't want to get any well sick. So I have one of those painters' masks on. Can you tell? Yeah, it on sounds muffled,
18: doesn't it? Bean, can it you does. tell from? Yeah. Oh
5: yeah, you can definitely hear it. Yeah.
18: What a great going away party <laughs> this is. Bean, Kevin looks like he should be
5: hooked to an IV right now.
18: Bean is actually perfectly not here for his own going of away
5: party. Of course. Of course. Jimmy, we had a hundred conversations where we
7: pitched. Everything and they did want me to be in LA for the final, and weekend. it was all oh, no, 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 <laughs> Jimmy. I don't know how you feel um, differently. I- Whatever it is, it's different. <laughs> okay, I just I'm not into a big goodbye. I'm really not. I mean, I, I, if I had my way, I don't know that I would have mentioned it was my last. Bean. Day. I
18: feel like what an Irish exit? We said goodbye to you. At least I did about 22 years ago, <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just being made official. Right, I don't exactly. understand what's going on here, though. I mean, first of all. I wonder and this is what I'm going to be. And in fact, if there's if there are people listening who listen every day who are, mm-hmm. are going, oh, well, it's not the same whatever. Listen continue listening to the show for one reason and one reason alone, if nothing else. It's to hear how many times Kevin will say Kevin and B." Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, 30
17: years. After 30 years it'll happen a lot. A lot.
18: Lot, I can't imagine you getting it right.
7: <laughs> what are you going to say? For the next 30 years I'm going to say the wrong thing. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, we are we are I say we, I mean the show is going to change the name obviously. I think we're sticking with I don't think we've mentioned this on the air but I think we are sticking with Kevin being through the end of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay, and that's going to make it worse for Kevin. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah.
18: Yeah, Kevin, and then this is a wrong. nightmare for Kevin.
7: Yeah. And then we'll change the name <laughs> to something that's more accurate, uh, like Kevin Twenty Twenty.
18: What about Kevin Ann? We Anything thought it. it was on the list.
9: Yeah, <laughs> it certainly was
7: on yeah. the list. Well, Kevin No bean. This
18: is interesting, and uh, I'm just part of what's interesting to me is that you guys are you have this farewell thing going, and there are mm-hmm. people from the past calling in and you know we got to hear Matt Money Smith and your interview with Ryan Seacrest and stuff but also you guys are proceeding with the show as if it's just a regular Thursday yeah like why are we talking about Justin Bieber's deodorant? That's today? my point. He I said, beam. I don't
6: want to do what's happening. That's he's right. like, I want to do some stories. This is my last He's time trying to take the focus happening. off of him. But thank yes. you, we Jimmy. Took, we just took calls a few, allow it. We took thank calls you, a few minutes
5: ago. I don't feel like I could be hurt.
8: We just took calls a <laughs> few minutes ago. <laughs> and he cut it off like two and a half minutes earlier. I was like, we had time for three <laughs> more calls. Jimmy, till 15 minutes ago, we were going to do football odds in an yeah, hour. Yeah, I
6: finally said, we've got to <laughs> say no to RJ Bell. Let's yes. skip him. And they're like, oh, I. I guess so, Allie. No, this should all have been decided so long look, ago, but he look, won't let us. He I mean, well,
18: says no the
6: bad to man. I guess he's not him. in charge
18: anymore. Exactly. You're right, Jimmy. Bean. You're right. That's right. You're Why right. are you moving to London? What do you think is going to be better about London? That country is disintegrating. Uh, it's not the, the politics greatest. Politics are great. <laughs> it's not the greatest
7: time ever to move to the UK. You're absolutely right about the Jimmy. And I know that you're. I watch uh, your late night show. I know you're a huge supporter of President Trump. But not everybody. <laughs> not everybody feels as enthusiastically about Mister Mister Trump as, as you do. Jimmy. Is that why you're leaving? Are you
18: leaving because of Trump? You're actually the only celebrity to actually leave the country because
7: of Trump. I would say. No joke, and I and I don't want to annoy anyone who feels differently because I know how politics can be divisive. I would say that that's about twenty five percent of the reason. Interesting, maybe thirty percent of the reason. So,
18: are you going to come back? Because my heart hurts. My
7: heart hurts, Jimmy. When I see you have a heart. Yes, I do. It really all when? News. It, I mean, I do. Kevin always says it's my own fault because I follow the news too closely. But it's hard not to follow the news so closely with everything that's going on in this country. And I just see so much cruelty coming from this administration that it makes me sad to live in America. And that's not an understanding. That's
18: why we need you here to fight back when good people don't. <laughs> Stand up right. and bad
5: things happen. I like Kevin okay. telling
18: you not to follow yeah. the news so well, closely. Right? You guys are doing a morning radio no, show. No, no, no. You don't understand. Like <laughs> Kevin during, doesn't know what time it is. During the song,
5: he'll read us headline after headline after headline.
7: We're like, dude, we get it. I like to stay current. Yeah, we don't. But the great thing about working with Kevin is that no matter how big an event happens in the world, Kevin will come in the next day and have not heard oh, about it. Oh, Not a clue. It, not which a clue. is amazing. Which yeah. I well, respect.
18: Nice. He's a real open book he's a, sl- a fresh slate to fill <laughs> That's each right. morning.
7: But Jimmy, um, you're a man of means.
17: Uh, Thank you. you.
7: Ever, haven't you ever considered? Wow, wouldn't it be great to live in Europe or live someplace else in the world? I have, and then I say, oh no, wait, wait I'm an American. I stay here. That's right. that. I'm right.
6: not okay. a communist. Mm-hmm. That's fair.
7: Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. I don't know. Don and I have talked for a long time about how great it would be to live in Europe because you know, here you go to Las Vegas or you go to you know you go to San Francisco or whatever. There, yeah, that could suck. It, it, no, but there, in 45 minutes, you're in. Paris, you're in Lisbon. You're in Berlin. You, you will go I mean? to just... none of those places. <laughs> <laughs> I will.
18: I, yeah. I, you're but in I, the house is where you will. But be. His wife will. You know. <laughs> yeah, your um, wife will go.
7: I think I will. I mean, I think I'm really going to enjoy that. Well,
18: let me just defend Las Vegas and say you yes. can go to Paris. You can go to New York. <laughs> you can go to Lisbon. I think you there's can go a to circus. Circus. On. You can go to even just a circus at any right. time of the day. Bean. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to try another tact with okay. you. Okay. All right. Okay, so you're not going to talk me out of going, are you? Because I literally already
5: have airplane tickets (laughs) on not. You know that we've been doing this for eight months solid. Okay. Okay. But I'm not
18: gonna try to talk you out. Okay. Take Kevin with you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm gonna try. (laughs) It's (laughs) <laughs> it's <laughs> you, you don't need, want me here. You no, it's not that I don't want you here. I want you together wherever you are. <laughs> oh, I see. listen. You guys did the first thirty years here, and just do the next thirty from London.
4: I
6: think that's nice. That Kevin, you can are you go willing? to
18: Lisbon, Kevin.
6: <laughs> uh, no,
4: you
18: Lisbon. Can, there's oh. all kinds of women who love to have sex with each other you know in Lisbon. What? Right? No, it's those not, are no, no, that's
6: Oh, those your, are Very oh. close. Oh. Kevin has always talked about how if you were to move out of the country, you would go to Barcelona. True. Why don't you broadcast from Barcelona?
5: Sounds like a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> I love
6: this I'm and in then Barcelona. you can say, in do your do your Spanish. Will you
18: guys ever see each other again oh, after? I, this
8: is a great conversation. Will they talk online? There's a million questions I have. Uh, I would say yes to all those.
18: Well you would say yes. Yes.
8: Oh, right. you're normal.
9: <laughs> Good
18: point. B um, Will you and Kevin ever see each other again? In person? Yes, in person. I don't see that happening.
5: <laughs> oh my God. I what? Don't I don't see that what happening. What if I ended up coming to London for a vacation or some other reason? Yeah,
7: uh, I'm out of town. A lot. I mean, He's I'm in a Lisbon. Lisbon. I might be in Portugal. Um, I mean, look me up. Um, I'll have my people give you a number to call. we um, people? Uh, uh, <laughs> As animals. Look His animals. His people up. are animals. <laughs> All right. Jimmy Kibble is here. Adam don't Cole change the is subject. scheduled to join us. We have to take Beautiful. a quick break. Um,
18: <laughs> Do we?
7: This, yes. We don't
6: really Really Not have even, to? We don't even have songs. Oh, like, we've got to
7: play
18: I an Offspring song. No, we <laughs> better. We could take a it's, break. We'll do it's a been short.
8: Ten minutes It's a Chili pepper song. We'll do
5: a short commercial break. We won't play music. We'll come right back. I want to hear okay, from good. a place for Mom before <laughs> this commercial
18: break
4: is over. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Hey now.
5: Hey, guys, we're on the air. rock
4: <laughs> It's the Kevin and Bean Show. How
7: about less chat when we're on the air? <laughs> <laughs>
5: um,
7: late night uh, television host Jimmy Kimmel and the greatest podcaster in the world, Adam Carolla, both in CD with us here on the Kevin and <laughs> Bean Show on K-Rock right now.
5: <laughs> Can I just give a little behind the scenes? Bean has said no to every idea yet. Yeah. Earlier this week, was it Monday? Yeah. I, I emailed, I finally said, Bean, Jimmy and Adam. You know them, you love them. That would be okay, right? And he went, <sighs>
9: <laughs>
5: yeah. So I emailed Jim, and he's like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be shooting," and he rearranged everything to be here. He's
18: so very kind. Thank you. No he's hey, very kind. my pleasure. Of course, I would want to be here for this yeah, ridiculous he didn't occasion. Want you here.
7: No, it's not. Again, I don't want to. I'm not in. Uh, right. <laughs> I, um, here's, here's how I ended up coming down on the side of Sure, Let's Do It, is that I love these guys, as you mentioned, Adam and Jimmy, I consider great friends uh are the closest thing you have to it really. <laughs> that's yes. right and,
5: and, that, and that's i always love him, him a two-week heads up so that they could get their schedule ready
7: <laughs> and i always love having him on the program and i would have had him on the program today even if i even if it weren't my last day it's just great to hang out with oh, you. oh is guys. this that's your awesome. last day
17: yes it is <laughs> i just came in to plug a new doc <laughs> Adam carolla yes. how are you i'm well being thank
7: you for being here
17: yeah and I, can I say this first? Kevin, I want you to do something with your mask. Yes. Put it up over your face. Okay. And then I'll say, uh, I'm sick. I can't believe Bean is leaving the show. And then you pull it down and go, there's nothing I could do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's, the video? he's flatlining. We're going to call the time. <laughs> you tried to save him with compression. Okay, you one. Do your part. All right. I hear Bean is going to leave the show. There's nothing I could do. <laughs> I
6: could it like Jigsaw. That was good. So that was it's pretty good.
17: Uh, Hey, guys,
7: um, I, I'm going to yeah. blow your mind when I tell you who's on the phone right now. I'm oh. going to blow your mind. Okay. Jimmy Kimmel is here. Adam Carolla is here. Yeah. Let's go to line two and say hello to the legendary Doc on the Rock. Oh. And wow. 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 Doc wow. on the Rock. Are you serious? I was Doc
10: on the Rock for 27 years. But I am now Father me. Britain what? of the
7: Anglican Church of Our Savior Santa Barbara. You are a father now. Is that a, 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 a minister? Is that be accurate? Minister, yes. yes. Not priest. We're, we're, dis- we're descended
10: from the Church of England, so I thought I could give you a Brexit blessing. Oh
7: wow!
18: Wow.
10: For Twenty-seven Doc-
7: years, Doc did the news on the world famous Kerog long before we started on the program. And let me you tell you- cast him out to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something about Doc. Doc is a unbelievable broadcaster. He would scribble notes down that none of us could read and then present a perfectly flawless newscast as if it had been typed out and edited. It was astonishing to me how good you were at that, Doc. Why'd you fire him? Lying is a sin. (laughs) Lying is a sin. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Johnny, I know you're you're trying to cause trouble. We didn't fire him. They eliminated news on the station.
5: Right, right. I know because Kevin doesn't like it. Well, we're on
7: the topic of you
5: uh, being with us for 27 years. Um, We always knew you were going to kill one of us. (laughs) If you had to pick. No, 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 no. Wait. Both? Here's the story.
10: Remember when Lightning the Snitch saw me cleaning my pistol? Yeah. And told you guys that I had a gun. Yes, father. It's we already, we, 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 it had nineteen ninety seven. This had nothing to do with you. I was being pursued by somebody's ex con husband. That just got another out of the story. jail. Yes. <laughs> right. Doc, so, th- this is Adam. So you don't Donna, have to use poor, th- poor poor suffering Donna Baxter comes up to me Sorry. and says, Please. Please don't kill Bean. And I thought to myself No, honey, I'll leave that for you.
5: <laughs> so oh I God. was in your crosshairs the whole time?
17: <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, what a bummer. And I just yeah. say this. When I heard lightning caught him cleaning his pistol, I thought it was a euphemism no, for no, a I didn't know he no, exactly. actually had a gun. Do you <laughs> remember that song
18: that we, we wrote and performed? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when when Doc was not invited to some e- singles event or something, which is even funnier now that you're a priest, and we sang a, a special song. Oh, you we're, going to
5: a, we're looking for it. We're oh. going
18: to a party, but Doc can't come. We're the right. lyrics. <laughs> right. right. And it had something oh, to do with no, no. Not, not not what's in Doc's box. Oh, no, a song. <laughs> We did
10: that too.
7: That was a great feature.
18: That was an awesome we're feature. We're thinking of bringing that one back. back. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe Doc is calling.
10: Right? Right? I
7: can't either. This is amazing. Yeah. Well,
10: let me let me leave, let me leave you uh, with a thought and a blessing yes. uh, as you oh. go across uh, to your to your new home where you won't enter a Church of England facility. There's
5: no place on the world I can't find you.
10: (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 not not at all. But I have learned uh, in my ministry and in my life uh, that uh, well, the one thing we give Jesus credit for is your sins are forgiven. Well, thank you, but you Doc. You still have to pay for your mistake. Yes. Okay. Oh, he aggressive? <laughs> I knew it was going
7: to oh, turn and become aggressive. Do we
8: still have the pistol? We're <laughs> still going to die. What Doc must is a, terrifying. What even must even a the
7: homily be like? <laughs>
8: <laughs> thank you,
7: Doc. It's an honor to talk to you again. We appreciate you coming on.
5: God what?
16: bless you all. Okay, God bless you. I'd like you, to guys. say
5: that everything that's happening is against Beans' will. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. That's all right. You, right, you guys want to Adam?
7: talk to Poor Man now? <laughs>
17: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. I want to talk to Booger Man. Oh, whatever Booger happened man, to that guy? The
18: Maintenance Man. How many Mans have we had on the show? <laughs> Too many. All right, this is said.
7: this is way inside baseball. But since you brought up Booger Man, who yeah. did he? Who did he almost choke out? Was it you, Jimmy? Jimmy. Yeah, he almost you choked you who out. It was he didn't almost choke me. He actually
10: did choke me. He had me. finger
5: marks on his neck left over for like a day or two. Yeah. And what was, the, what was the story with that? What was the beef there? You were making fun of him for getting a penis enlargement surgery. Oh, I yeah. was or Jimmy right.
17: was? Jimmy was. We kind of all were, I yeah. think. <laughs> I was just closest to the door. You were the point door. man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what right. I love about radio overall? like The overall gestalt of radio is Booger Man, the former homeless guy, comes to the station after hearing Jimmy make fun of his hog and physically chokes him out yeah. in Frank Murphy's office. Mm-hmm. I was this close to standing up. I was that concerned. <laughs> I almost but, put my croissant down. But you didn't... I didn't do anything. Yeah. Booger Man was reprimanded, but not fired. Later, he gets fired for giving away a mountain bike on because Caller 107 That's was right. a friend of his. That's how radio works. Yeah. That's radio. It's all you need to know about radio.
18: <laughs> Some, Some things are serious. Are That's right. right. He crossed right. the line Ooh. with the Huffy. By the way, I would also add <laughs> that I actually got him out of the van, got him a job here, yeah. made his tape with him. Irrelevant. And then he choked Irrelevant me. to him.
7: <laughs>
5: you crossed that line when you made front of his hog. Allie, what do
7: you what do you think about when you hear stories like that about the old days on the Kevin Abid show?
6: Uh, that's when I was listening. That is when I was driving to school thinking these people are all out of their minds. <laughs> you were right. Oh, my God. I love it so much. It's a weird
18: group. It is. It is. I, yeah. I, I posted, I don't know if you saw this, Bean, but I, I posted the story of my first uh, really my interview here and my first day here yeah. on on uh, Instagram and Twitter this morning. Oh, it
6: I, is I I did, a beautiful I interview. See it.
7: The, the kids saw it. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, but maybe we could talk about that a little bit when we come back. Is I would that right? love
0: to. All right, yeah. Jimmy
7: Kimmel is here, Adam Kroll as well. It is my final show. Thank you so much for all the well wishes and the tweets and the texts and the emails. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll be right back on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
5: And the show have, uh, has come off the wheels. How do you say that? Rails. Definitely.
18: rails, oh, yeah, You're in a lot of mm-hmm. trouble when being leaves. We be- are <laughs> going to have to find something
7: to help you, Kevin. No, we're all good. Uh, we're all Mr. Burcham is here sitting with us right now. And Jimmy, the sports guy, A couple yeah. of uh, K-Rock, uh, Kevin and Bean alumni. Thank you so much for coming in again, guys. Um, we're going to do, uh, if we have uh, time for it, we're going to do uh, Bean's uh, Greatest uh, Moments With. No,
5: no, it isn't. It's not the greatest, Bean. It's only the ones that you've done. No, no, since- Moments With. Oh, moments with okay, that is the greatest. That is the I greatest. I thought you were yes. would you
7: like to take that back, which we have a full file of. I know from the time we did it two weeks ago. Oh, I know, I've, I've done a lot of bad sense. broadcasting. Yeah, uh, Jimmy, before the break, you were I haven't had a chance to see the Instagram yet this morning, but you, I guess, I guess you put up a post about your, uh, your How about uh, you okay about and your about the first time intervie- i met your you. interview and i and i want to hear from adam too about the first time he met us as well since uh since we're reminiscing you go first jim
18: okay well i was working i wasn't really working i was about to be fired at a radio station in tucson the q morning zoo in tucson
14: oh
18: i knew it was coming and i knew kevin weatherly the program director here and we went to a wedding together and we had a good time and i he thought i was funny and he said, Hey, come on. I want you to meet the guys. I want you to meet Kevin and Bean and you know, maybe we can, maybe you can work on the show. I was excited. I, you know, I got like kinda dressed up. Is this bad on us? You said you bought from, a
6: shirt at Marshall's? I did buy <laughs> okay. a shirt at Marshall's.
18: Probably a pair of pants too. I flew from Tucson to Burbank. I went and met with you guys after the show. You seemed confused and disinterested, but we had an If okay, I recall
5: correctly, like I don't even remember someone telling us that we were going to meet with no you. No one told you anything, and no. in fact, uh, <laughs> Bean said the first thing Bean ever said to
18: me was, "You're an adult man who goes by the name Jimmy."
9: <laughs> what did you say? And you said I was just like,
18: "Yeah, you're you're Bean," what? <laughs> and we had a, a chat, and it seemed to go all right, and then I went back to Tucson, and I heard nothing from anyone. Excellent. I would call Kevin Weatherly. He wouldn't call me back. Oh, really? I then got <laughs> fired and thought, oh, boy, uh, this is now a problem. I really have to lock this down. And I had I happened to have lunch with Trip Reeb, our general manager at the time. Who Bef- we used to call the enemy of fun. Enemy of fun. Little
5: did we know he was the good old days.
18: The enemy of fun <laughs> is the one who hired me here. Oh, wow. And he said, yeah, and I think it was more about, it was less about me and more about him thinking you guys needed to do better. No question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no question about that. And, but he hadn't committed to anything. He, had, he didn't give me a contract <laughs> or anything like that. So I just moved out here and I showed up. You and I said, just come out here to nail it down? I moved. You moved. I moved out here to nail person. it down. You are a person. And I came to the station, and and they said, "Okay, well, come back on on Monday morning." And I, I showed up on Monday morning, and you guys had no idea I'd been hired, none <laughs> whatsoever. No,
5: none whatsoever. We walked in a room, we're like, "What are you doing?" They here? said, yeah, Is "They that hired you, said? you."
18: Yeah, they hired you. And I said oh, no, oh, Oh, no, no, no. And I said, yeah, uh, they did. They didn't tell you. And you had a wife and a couple of
7: small kids at the
18: time, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, it was bad. And so I knew I'd better make a good impression. And then after the show, I played you guys my demo tape, which was humiliating. So I put the cassette in, about five minutes of me doing these stupid characters, and I said, you know, I'd like to do a... Character on the air, Jimmy the Sports Guy. It was based on something I'd done at a radio station in Seattle called Vinny the Sports Punk. And Kevin said, uh, "People in L.A. don't like people with New York accents."
5: <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, that's not gonna work." I, was,
18: I really saw everything slipping away, and I said, "Well, do you like Danny DeVito?" And Kevin went, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I "Can't
11: believe you remember all of this!" Oh, now that
18: I think about it, it, may have been Joe Pesci. And 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 either way, Kevin said, "Yeah," and I was like. Okay and he said okay and then we that tried the, it. that was the whole argument That's by it. the way yeah. I had very little to stand on looking back especially after getting you know experience with Adam coming on the show I realize now that if that first that very first time I was on the air it had not gone gone well I would never have been on the air again I didn't re- you guys have I think in a way it's it's the secret to your success you have a, 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 your attention span is exactly at zero. Yeah. So if something doesn't work immediately, you do not that's stick it for with life. it. Yeah. yeah. But then when something really works, like the Armenian comedian, you keep it around. Oh, well, 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 yeah. well, 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 well. well. Welcome that's to that's the that. Kevin <laughs> and
5: the well, Armenian aspects. comedian show next, next year.
7: <laughs> <laughs> um, and at one point, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. At one point, uh, when you had been doing sports for a while, and we were on board and appreciated you, wasn't our boss Kevin Weatherly? wasn't he still like trying to get you off the air like he didn't think it was good right mm. or didn't think it worked no he, he was always okay with it he just I got the impression that he thought you were more of a behind the scenes guy that was trip when adam and i
18: wanted a, wanted to do an afternoon show on the <laughs> fm talk station klsx oh i see
17: uh, okay he
18: would not allow me to be on the air with adam he well, didn't he like said, you as a broadcaster he said
17: jimmy was a producer yeah. well jimmy is a really good producer Okay. You guys it's... would have been great. But he said he's a behind the scenes kind of guy. No. And then we went And
18: it's proven to be true. Yeah. We, pitched, right. we pitched the man show because Trip wouldn't let us on the radio. Oh
7: my god. What was there some talk at some point when Howard Stern left Terrestrial Radio that you two were at one point in consideration to replace him? Well, Adam did replace him, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, Jimmy. But had, I mean, you but were be part clearly of it wasn't too, right? enough.
17: So, did, yeah. did they talk to you about it? <laughs> Jimmy was on late night for three years by then. Yeah, oh, I you was had already ready. been doing
7: that.
18: Huh? I was on the show, but I think the people at CBS Radio, which owned the company at the time, thought that I would get fired from the show soon. So they hired me like as a cons- oh, right. as a producer yeah. of the radio show. With the hope that I would get fired, and then I'd be under contract, and then we would do the
17: show together. The the thing that was funny about it is his title was uh, consultant, but we would always look at him as uh, (laughs) insultant. (laughs) Yes, He would tell us what was wrong with the show. In your
8: Instagram post, Jimmy, it said that you were offered at one time when you worked here, like a rival morning show? Yeah. Where was that?
18: That was at, um, do you remember... Uh, I think Cordy went there, our former producer. Do you I don't even remember Y-107? what the name of the station Yeah, Y107. Y107, oh, yeah. that's where Cat Corbett came from, too. That's right. And uh, and Chris Hardwick. And Well, they wanted me and Chris Hardwick to do a morning show together there. And I thought about it, and seriously. And In fact, I think I was... Planning to do it because mm-hmm. they offered me like three times as much
5: money as I was.
17: Which <laughs> is yeah. that yeah. difficult. That That's not, not difficult. Yeah. What year is this? This is probably ninety eight. Ninety Yeah. Ninety eight. Jimmy Kimmel
5: and, how, and Adam Corolla are here in studio. And how about, come
18: you didn't? How come you didn't go, James? Because I loved you guys. I didn't want to go. Aww. But Bean offered me, <laughs> this is kind of funny too. Bean went into Kevin Weatherly and offered $10,000 of his annual salary to be put towards mine to keep me there. Oh,
8: Bean. Kevin, you do anything? (laughs) No.
18: (laughs) (laughs) Kevin was always very generous with me. I, I do want to point that out. But he doesn't think. <laughs> I, you know, about those things. Yeah. I mean,
5: you, can't, you don't have to end yeah. yeah. the set. Yeah, yeah, right. it, well, I
9: have,
17: I have another how bad radio is yes, story. Please. Yes. Which, please. Because when I, I thought radio was show business, because I was coming from carpentry and boxing cute. instructing. <laughs> and when I started seeing first thing, when I met Jimmy and I saw the beat to hell RX 7 he was driving, I was like, what? Of <laughs> yeah. course, I have an Isuzu trooper that's nicer, and I'm a carpenter. That's number one. <laughs> One my first time. my second uh, relevant uh, sort of moment I had is when I was coming into the station, and I saw Beans' cab. He had a he had a VW Cabriolet. He had a convertible yes. VW, and it kind was of a classic chick car. Right it was Adam? parked on the street. Yeah, and you, Kevin, parked were parked under the building <laughs> and in security. And I said, Bean, I don't don't get it. You come here at 4.30 in the morning. It's dark outside. It's not a great neighborhood. What are you parking on the street for and walking up to the building? You could be accosted. And he said, I don't want to pay the $22. (laughs) It was
18: $60 a
17: month. I thought, you're the morning show. They don't give you a parking spot? He's like, no, (laughs) and I don't want to pay. That's That's right. right.
18: That is right. Kevin, you were the big spender, parking <laughs> in a spot
7: <laughs> that's underground. Why that's why I'm broke down. Adam, did you, uh, of course, you're the king of uh, podcasting now, but back when you were on Terrestrial Radio, did you enjoy doing radio, or was it always frustrating for you because it wasn't what you wanted?
17: Oh, no, I love doing radio. I did radio, you know, I did Loveline for 10 years, and probably, I don't know, seven of, of those years, I didn't really need to do it. We were doing the man show or Love Line on MTV or Crank Anchors or sometimes all all at once. And I would still go to work every every single, like every single night. I, I love broadcasting. I
18: remember many nights we taped the man show. We'd be drunk at the end and we'd do two shows in a day. And then Adam had to go do Loveline. And he'd show up loaded to give children advice. About <laughs> and to watch Dr. Drew
17: judge. Yes, and Dr. Drew would judge you. Yeah. Yeah.
7: What would uh, what would have happened to you, Adam, had you not, and the story's well told uh, many times now about how you came on to the Kevin and Bean show as a boxing instructor for Jimmy. Uh, what would have happened if you hadn't been listening that day and hadn't had the impetus to drive down and, and knock on our door?
17: I'd probably, I'd probably be further along than I am now. <laughs> that's the way I look at it anyway. I mean, would you, do you think it ever
7: would have occurred to you, to you to get into entertainment? Is that something that was even on your radar at that point? Yeah.
17: Um, I didn't know you were funny. I think I'd be a flock in Doc's parish being molested by him. currently. <laughs> Probably what I'd be doing now. Um, <laughs> in the back of a justy. Um, I wanted to do comedy. Oh my God. Is it really that big? <laughs> I always wanted to, to do comedy and I always loved radio and radio was a complete and utter mystery. I could never figure out my way in. To, to it's radio. the Wild
5: West. There's just no, there's, there's really no, way no rules.
17: There's no anything. And I lived in Los Angeles. So I wasn't, if I was in market 186, maybe I could have gotten in, but I didn't know. There was no, in radio, there's no names on the buildings really. Like I didn't know where you, I drove past, I drove past your guys building 5,000 times. I lived in the San Fernando Valley. I had no idea where you were broadcasting from. And I was driving my truck over the hill. I was delivering an entertainment unit that I built for a client on the other side of the hill. And I heard Jimmy Sports, and I heard the fight break out with him and Michael, the maintenance man. And you were doing a story on Bobby McFerrin breaking his leg on a ski slope. And yeah. then you said, what's a brother doing skiing? <laughs> and then Michael came in, and they started arguing. And I was listening the whole time I was driving the truck. And then you guys said, the fight's on. We need trainers. We need equipment. We need a venue. We By need the way, a gym. just
5: as a side note... Um, Jimmy was laughing, and Michael wasn't. It was yeah. real. I mean, not, not, mm, for, not really. Not but, I mean, really. It really struck him wrong, that's all. It because
18: him because wrong. he was a skier, I think is what it was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> took it personally. And he was like, this
5: is
17: ridiculous. I ski. <laughs> like,
18: I don't know, it was just a dumb joke.
17: Yeah. So I heard these guys, this thing happening in real time, and I was like, I'm a boxing trainer, and all I wanted to do was see the inside of the radio studio. That was my, my goal. I, I, I had the bar was no higher than if I could get in and see what the studio looked like because I've been hearing it in my head for so long and I grew up in LA so I would listen to Loveline and K-Rock so
5: wait your goal was to see it and then just turn and walk back out
17: I I, I sent I set my goals sort of incrementally like okay. if I could just get into this I could see I could meet people who knows what would happen after that I didn't have any goals about getting on the air so I got to the Job I was working on, and I asked the lady if I could use the phone, and I called, and I got Frank Murphy's you know phone machine, and I was leaving these desperate messages like I'm a trainer, I want to train, I can be available, and he never called back, nobody ever called back, and I kept hearing you guys in subsequent days going on the air saying, "We need trainers. Yeah, and I was like, "Why
18: wow. I can't believe we
17: can't get any trainers and trainers <laughs> would call in. And I'd be like, no, I'd be like yelling at my dashboard, no, don't hire this guy, don't hire this guy. So eventually, I found out where the building was, and I used to teach a 7 a.m. boxing class. So I showed up in Burbank at the building at like 6.15, and the building was locked, and I couldn't get into the building. Just like today. So I said, <laughs> I don't have it again. I said... Uh, when's the building open? They said seven, and I said okay. And I went and taught my boxing class. And the next day, I got a guy to cover my boxing class, wow. and I showed up at seven. And I got into the building, and I went up to the ninth floor, and K Rock was locked. So now <laughs> I just stood by the elevators, and I was like I flummoxed. Like, what do I do? Do I go back? Do I do I turn? You know, tuck my tail in and go home? And I was standing by the elevators, and a guy got off the elevator. To like refill the vending machine or do the water bottles or something. He got him. He was walking the back hall, going in the back door, the key card door. And I said, "Oh, are you going in?" And he said, "I'm going in the station." I said, "I'll tell everyone there's a boxing coach. He's waiting by the elevators. I'll just Why wait you here." Why with him? I didn't want to be presumptuous. Didn't push it too I, much? I didn't want to freak people out. My whole thing was I want to train these guys box and I want to do comedy, but I don't want to push myself and have them think I'm a comedian who's trying to do this with boxing. So I just stood by the elevator and like 20 minutes later, Jimmy just came down, down the hall. It wasn't planning. I want to train Michael Michael, Mm -hmm. because he'd been there for like, a number of years, yeah. and he's a brother. And, yeah, you know, they're so, good win, at, right? they're so good at skiing that it <laughs> translates into boxing. You know, <laughs> it's almost the same sport. So, uh, Marvin Hagler was a great skier. People don't know that. Is that right? All oh, of the
4: best.
17: And, and it goes on and on. Ernie Shavers, great, great guy. Well, he's a snowboarding guy. Anyway. <laughs> but who would have ever guessed, though, that that moment that you and Jimmy locked eyes there in the hallway by the elevator, that uh, the, a bromance I, of, for all time was, was, was
9: born.
7: I
17: was just stood there, and Jimmy just came down the hall, and I said... I kissed you on the mouth. I'm (laughs) the boxing coach, and Jimmy went, okay. I was like, all right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you remember it, (laughs) right? I said, when do you want to start? And he went, today? (laughs) And I said, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I'm in Pasadena. And he said, I'll be there at noon. And I just stood in the parking lot and waited for Jimmy to pull up. And I never left.
3: I, never don't
7: think,
17: left. Uh, I don't think that's what was happening, Kevin. Oh, but okay. what a what
7: a beautiful story. it just shows you, I mean, a little you initiative. You see what me.
18: happens when you make friends, Bean? It's a thing that maybe <laughs> will happen to you in London. Maybe You know what I think? Maybe one of those guys who stands perfectly still in front of Buckingham Palace. Maybe yes. he, you will come face to face with one of those guys. He'll say nothing to you. You'll say nothing <laughs> to him. And you guys will just stand there and stare at each other every afternoon. <laughs> and
5: later he'll go, you're one of my people.
17: And then he <laughs> wear a hat. Yeah. Yeah, from my best friend. All They're right. are uh, feeder. Sorry, uh, a quick
7: uh, break. More with uh, we're going to keep you
5: guys as long as we can. Just
17: and Yeah, we'll hang out. You
18: know, I feel like once we leave, the energy is going to be sucked out of the room. You guys are going to start crying.
17: Uh, You know, it's going to really be ugly if we leave. So so we got to hang out. Pushing a special needs son on a bicycle. When we let go, you're going right (laughs) into a hedge.
4: (laughs) The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock.
11: What would you like to wish Bean on his farewell to England?
2: I hope that he has an amazing time and that he finds all of the joy and happiness that he's looking for. I would like to wish that Bean gets a big farm just like he used to have when we lived in Santa Clarita. He was my neighbor. as much as he has neighbors. Was he a real it
12: was he a big dick as a neighbor?
2: No, he never came out of that house. <laughs>
4: Bean, you're awesome. I wish you the best. We'll ho- hopefully we'll hear some kind of podcast from you so we can all laugh at you from afar. And uh, hope to hear f- more from you. We'll miss you, man. We'll miss you.
12: Listen
3: to you for a really, really long time. Safe trip across the seas, man. I've been listening to you since 1993 ish. Uh, so you've basically formed my my comedy ba- uh, funny bone. I love you, man. Good luck. Uh, hope to hear you again sometime.
2: I hope that England brings him a new happiness. And I thank him for being so honest about having mental illness, you know, issues. And we love you, Bean. Um, have fun with your linus and your wife and have so much fun and post a lot on instagram because i'm gonna stalk him
11: on there yeah i mean i wish being the best and i hope he finds a lot of very large things that he can go visit like uh the largest pecan maybe they got the largest bagel or largest uh whatever they got in britain the largest fish and chips he's all there oh there you go largest fish and chips
6: Oh, all of the happiness in the whole wide world. He's a living legend and continued success
2: because he's not going to stop anytime soon.
12: I hope the FBI doesn't catch up with you. I know that's why you're leaving to England. I know you're running from the FBI. Uh, Well, I
11: want to wish Bean, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so glad I've been listening for 20 plus years. Uh, And Bean, you're the man, dude. Just stop being a creep. Like, that's all I got to say. Just stop creeping on people. He was creeping on my girlfriend tonight, so that was
12: kind of (laughs) funny.
2: I want to wish him a better accent.
6: <laughs> We're gonna miss him though. I mean, really, I plan meetings around the, the morning show. I tell people, don't mess with me. This is my little couple of hours. Don't. I schedule my whole day all around that because this show means that much to me. I am going to hope that the queen appoints him to be Sir. Sabine
11: Baxter of Hootie Whoville. <laughs>
7: It's too much, you guys. Yeah, it was too it's much. It's too much could for use you. could have some editing. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't think it what he here. That, that would have
5: been tight. I think what Bean's saying is it's too much focus on. Oh, yeah. I see, I it's see. Too much, what uh, I was
18: thinking, what a beautiful tribute from a bunch of half-drunk people at Applebee's <laughs> 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 in Orange County. Who's he again?
7: Oh, okay. It's beer Mug's the entire
5: bit. <laughs>
7: I'll tell you what it is, Jimmy. Is what that, is it, Bean? And we, we said this uh, earlier today. Kevin actually said it very well, which is, we have no concept what the result is of the words that we say into this microphone and on the other side of the radio. And it's hard to hear that it is so meaningful to people because it just doesn't seem like that to us. You know what I mean? Well, I think when you
18: say us, you mean everyone but you because other people are touched by this stuff. Do you have do you feel any any kind of sentimental or is it all just mental?
5: What's well look, like- uh, look for <laughs> both of us, like we know us. Yeah, and we know how much we should be admired, <laughs> and it's not this much. It's not this much. You know yes. what I mean? Like, so there, people better. are
7: too kind. People are way too kind about the impact that the show has made on them. You know what I mean? Oh, we're yeah. just we're just yucking it up in here. We're just clowns. You know what I mean? And and the fact that we've actually been an important and meaningful part of people's lives is very difficult to hear and take seriously. That's all. Mm. And I know that people are being sincere and serious, and it's very very moving and very very touching. But it's also hella uncomfortable. You hella. Know. did you say hella i did <laughs> Stop is, it. That,
5: is that english Stop
18: slang it. is this the british slang you're going to be using now no that's <laughs> no, just 1998 slang 12 year olds from 1978
17: jimmy you know when jimmy told me he was gonna get me on the radio it was funny because you're saying this earlier he said uh he said you can call in on monday i won't tell him you, you were the boxing coach you just call in monday and do a do a character. Do a bit. And then he said, they're not going to like it, and that'll be the last time you call in. <laughs> no, but I you said can try. If, if they don't like it, it will be <laughs> yes, the last right. time you, you know, call in. I remember
5: Jimmy right. coming to us and saying, my boxing instructor's pretty funny. We should talk to him yeah. about, about the match and stuff like that. And I oh, yeah. Going, oh, all right, well, great. that
17: that was as the boxing instructor right. before. Before the characters. Before the character, Yeah. Yeah, I
18: knew that if they didn't like you the first time, that yes. would be the last time. <laughs> That's exactly
17: it's not right. That
7: harsh Jimmy, come it, on now. It, well, Jimmy, true or it false? Was, yeah. tr- true or false, <laughs> your favorite all-time Kevin and Bean memory involved a Kevin and Bean Christmas album signing. Yeah, this was uh well, now and Adam, you're going to have
18: to help me because I don't remember cars or anything like that. But as I recall, <laughs> Tad had a truck.
17: Yes. <laughs> Got something. It was an
18: El Camino. Um. Yeah. It was, was it the El Camino. Yeah, was a ranchero Because you could El fit in the back. Yeah, yeah it was he got something
17: that he thought was cool.
18: And it had a window, a sliding panel window in the yes. back. And Tad left his key, locked his keys in the car, and somehow we managed to pry this window open. And Bean, being the tallest. Man in California at that time well, for some said, reason
5: thinks I'm the
18: one. Well, yeah, because he had the longest arms, and he's like, I'll climb in there and I'll grab the keys. They were on the on the floor or something like that.
5: And by the way, there's a line about two hours long waiting for us at this point. Literally yeah. thousands of yes, people waiting. in
18: line waiting for this Bean's signing like, I can of get the it. Christmas album. And Bean gets in there and like Winnie, just like Winnie the Pooh, he gets stuck. <laughs> And he's really stuck. This is not like uh, stuck for five minutes stuck. This is No, I cannot get out. This is kind of like we may have to call 911 kind of stuck. Oh, my gosh. And everyone is just kind of parading by and looking at Bean's big white ass. Like, and what's course, happening? What? You're in shorts, and he's trapped, and we couldn't start the signing.
2: And we had to,
18: like, one of the listeners, I think... Knew more than we did, and somehow
5: removed the panel from the back of the truck. But we were just dying laughing. But finally, when Bean stood up, he had the window still around him. He had the window around yes. him. He's yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. a bad <laughs>
7: Yeah, it was great. It's one of the
5: best things that's ever and happened. And by it the really way, was.
7: let me tell you how lucky I was that this was pre-cell phone, because there is no oh, photo of what that. what a video oh. the whole thing. That yeah. would have been a viral video for sure, when right? it wasn't pre-camera.
18: How did we not get a picture of that? You were there
7: for an hour. It, I know, because
18: I, I think I was far
7: enough us. away from where the crowd was that people just didn't no, come over. No, on us.
5: Earth. We should have taken pictures of it. Do you
18: remember when we would go to lunch every day? After the show, Adam, mo- most of the time, Adam would come with us. Frank Murphy, our producer, Kevin, Bean, and Lightning. We'd go to lunch to plan the next day's show. Every day. Every day. Mm -hmm. And every day after the show, we'd have an argument about where to go to lunch. (laughs) You guys always wanted to go to Taco Bell. We hated Taco Bell. We did not want to go to Taco Bell. And there were a lot of different options in Burbank, but... One of the options that none of us liked was the Talleyrand. Oh,
7: mm-hmm. the Talleyrand, the old people restaurant. Yeah, still there.
5: I think Bean liked it. No,
7: no, he did okay. not okay. like it All at right. the time. At I think time. I grew into it, though. I'll I'm, tell you that. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so we we Adam built
18: this wheel. It was just a like a roulette type. Yeah, uh, we still uh, use it. We still use it. Adam built the wheel. And we put our lunch, our favorite lunch spots on the wheel. But we (laughs) agreed, for whatever reason, that one of the spots would be filled by the Talleyrand. Again, none of us wanted to go to the Talleyrand. No, you have to have a terrible one. We'd spin the (laughs) wheel. Oh, wow, that's the wheel. That's the wheel, Adam.
7: That's constructed by Mr.
17: Burcham.
18: Yep. Jesus. Wow, what a beautiful piece of uh, of woodworking.
7: Yeah. It's radio history right there, you guys. Yeah, they're
18: not
8: going to give us money to buy a new one. I can't tell you,
5: Adam, how many times we've had people say, oh, I thought that was just a sound effect. <laughs> Will you spin would that it be wheel? That bad? Spin, yeah. spin, spin that it. wheel. The wheel. Yeah. yeah it, and this is how it would go in the morning,
18: okay, in the afternoon. After the show, we spin the wheel, and it lands on the tally ran, and we all be like,
9: no! <laughs> Why are we going here? And I'd
17: say, we have to go. The wheel told us we must right. obey the wheel yeah uh, you know, we did i that to me. It summarizes the difference between men and women as a, as a species. It's like right. women would never put the on the wheel the restaurant they didn't want to eat at. They're smarter. That's how men I got, do yes. Men don't even do that.
18: That's no right. one does <laughs> that. That's Only right. we did that. That's
7: right. All Jimmy right. Kimmel and Adam Carolla are here on the Kevin Abid show. It is my last show. We have to take a live voice vote now because we have an important decision oh, no. to be made on the program. Keep them around
5: for the uh, top ten moments with. Yes, definitely. No, no, that's not no, the live no, voice okay. vote. No.
7: That's that's not the vote, live vote. What's the vote? Uh, poor man is on the phone.
12: Oh wow! Now I joked about For that real?
7: earlier because Doc and the Rock really did call in, but I now yes. now legendary K Rock personality Jim Poor Man Trenton is on the phone, who we have had, shall I say, a strained relationship with over the years, and have not spoken with since the day he got fired. Oh, this
18: is great.
7: This and is he so has uncomfortable. I As mean, you know, know. he has been, No one has hated K Rock more Just since the, the, the day he was fired than beer than uh, the than vote. Poor Man. Do we talk to him on the air when we come back? Oh, yes. I say yes.
17: Drew just sent me a text. He says no. We
8: need to him. Jensen, what's your what's your uh, vote, Jensen? As a longtime K Rock listener, I have to vote yes. This is uh, what G-
7: people want. Adam, Jimmy, yeah, I of say course. yes, of
8: course. Ally right. McKay,
6: uh, only if I can ask him why Huntington Henry hit on me when I was fourteen. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't
7: yeah. think that's a right. Those all right. are all, all good right. questions. So this is the reunion you never thought you'd see ever in your life. <laughs> yeah. We're t- I mean, it's, like it's not weird enough. We talked to Ryan Seacrest today. Now we're talking to poor man next on K-Rock.
4: It's the Kevin and Bean show, K-Rock.
7: Jimmy Kimmel, Adam Carolla in the studio on Bean's Last Day. Uh, along with Jensen Carp, Allie McKay, Kevin Ryder, it's the final Kevin and Bean show, and uh, you can't say we're not leaving it all out on the field today, you guys, <laughs> because uh, on the Mount Rushmore of K Rock personalities is our next guest, Jim yeah, yeah. Trenton, known as Poor Man, is one of the one of the greats who helped build this radio station and the icon it is today. He did not leave under great circumstances, though. And as far he as I know, got over it. Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. No, he didn't. I You're think right. he carried a chip on his shoulder uh, the uh, a, a two way, tons two tons worth.
5: Way past today.
7: Yes. <laughs> and I uh, I don't know that Jim has had his voice on K-Rock since the day he was fired like 25 years ago, but we welcome him to the Kevin Bean show on K-Rock right now. Hey poor man. Hey, Kevin
13: and Bean, it's the first time I've been on K-Rock in 26 years. 26 <laughs> years. Wow. Well you,
7: you know, we got Jimmy Kimmel here and Adam Carolla as well. Adam Carolla, the man who had you fired so we could steal your radio show. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Thank, thanks a lot, Adam. You owe your whole career to Loveline and my show, damn it. Yeah. Thank you for censoring yourself there, poor man. Yeah. Yeah. So, poor man, eight, why, eight. We, we have questions for you, but why are you calling today? Why did you want to dial in?
13: Uh, Well, I'm simulcasting you guys on my new morning show at 101.5 K-O-C-I. It's in Orange County. It's the low-power blowtorch. So you're on my morning show in Orange County. So you're doing great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what, Bean? I just felt you should have enjoyed the birthday. I had my birthday party on your front lawn. That's how I got fired. I I brought 500 K-Rock listeners, a couple of birthday cakes, Rodney on the Rock, We just wanted to have a party with you, and you should have enjoyed the birthday party in the middle of the night at midnight in Hancock Park. Um, I I just wondered why you didn't uh, have fun.
7: Poor man. You can't give out somebody's home address and encourage people to go to their house in the middle of the night. It's not safe for the people who live
17: there. Well, but it's a good birthday party, don't you think, with 500 no, listeners? On. Can I jump in? Poor Miss, yes. you understand Bean has a wife and pigs? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but Bean.
7: But me, tell him some of the stuff that was happening well i mean your listeners showed up and it was clear that you were mad that night that you sent people i mean i'm not saying that you intentionally incited violence but it was like were there fires you, they, i recall fires there were fires people set fire to the front lawn people threw So somebody drove by the next day poor man and threw a brick through the front window of my house These were your people. Oh, that was me, (laughs) Bean. Hold on. I'm not saying that 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 was your intention, but sometimes, you know, just like our president, like, riles up his supporters to chant and do bad things, that's kind of what your audience did is they kind of looked at you being mad at me and thought they were going to get even with me. And it was, I mean, I literally had to move. We had to pack up and move out of that house as a result of what you did on the radio that night.
13: Yeah, well, Bean, I'm sorry about that, honestly, but we did I didn't give out your address. I told people to go to the radio station and caravan with me, so we had a caravan of 500 people that came to your house, so I didn't give out That's your address. That's
17: much better. Yeah, <laughs> It still ended
7: up with 500 listeners in my lawn. Oh, by the way, they also uh, they also got into the fuse box and turned off the power to my house while you guys were out there as well. It's a hell so, of a birthday party. So I don't know why you pe-
8: weren't having fun, Bean. As
7: people are banging on the doors and banging on the windows trying to get me to come out, we're sitting there in pitch black darkness not you know having no idea what was going to happen it was honestly one of the most terrifying things that we've ever lived through and and
13: you know what listen i totally i truly am sorry about that but do you realize what precipitated that was in the morning you sent michael the maintenance man and ed the intern who knew where the key to my house was hidden and they broke and entered into my house and I woke up with them in my bedroom. So you started it, dude. And I was just doing a return prank. But which, let me just say this. You know,
5: they, they were co-workers and you knew them and they had they, the key to your place. It's different than bringing no, 500 no, they, listeners to somebody's house. But but the, here's the thing, okay? And I agree. I should not have taken 500 listeners
13: there. And I lost one hundred and eighty grand a year in salary And uh, and my gig at K-Rock, which is, you know, in the end, you got to think that was pretty stupid of me. Right.
7: Right. But but poor man, uh, just for context here, weren't you fired at Kiss FM? Weren't you fired at Star 98.7? Weren't you fired at uh, Power 106? Like almost every radio station you've ever worked at, you've been fired for doing something dumb. I mean, you kind of have a history of making poor choices. Well, uh, it is in the name.
17: <laughs> <laughs> also, poor man, you got a buck eighty. They started at sixty-five. Right? <laughs> Kid Reeve on the phone. They <laughs> told hey. me poor man was hey. making sixty.
10: Hey.
3: Adam, Adam,
13: you've yeah. always been terrible in comedy, I must tell
17: you. I know. Yes. I know. That's why I'm coming on 30 years, because
13: that's how it right. works. Yeah, are, yeah, and that you, voice is you... so annoying, it could shatter glass. But other than that, no, you're great. That's a hey, good line. Hey, hey, hold
17: on. Let me get my pen.
8: Hold on. What's the station in Orange County? i got to tune in. <laughs>
7: Poor man, why what, what? are you it's still called cocky. Why, why are you still so bitter? Why have you not moved on? You you by your own admission you're very talented. You have another radio <laughs> show. Why can't you be happy? No, I just wanted to wish Bean a, a goodbye on
13: the air on K-Rock and on my station 101.5 FM. Bean, let's bury the hatchet. I absolutely agree. It's stupid. Honestly, I have moved on. I honestly have and I Wanted to call in and wish you all the best in England, dude. Seriously, congrats on being in the Hall of Fame. And also, uh, you know, 25, 30 years on the air. That's any Any radio guy who can go on the air that long deserves accommodation regardless if if you're if you're being
7: if you're being serious about that then i accept your your congratulations and i'm very happy to bury the hatchet i certainly do not want to go through life being mad at anybody i mean it was an awkward uncomfortable thing for both of us at the time and i you know i wish you success poor man
13: yeah, and, and back at you, my man. And, and you have an invitation to come on my radio show. Yes!
17: Uh, yes. He's a real fan of radio. That'd be mm-hmm.
13: so.
7: He is.
17: It was all the right. best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just being honest <laughs> here.
8: Um, all right, poor
7: man. We got to go. We have another uh, guest coming on the phone, but thanks for calling and good luck to you. All right. All right. There you go. <laughs> good
8: Good time. Yeah, you hung up, up on
7: him on purpose, didn't you?
5: I mean, Dave Grohl's on the other line. <laughs> I know he is. Hey, know what should I do?
7: I'm going to say that. Um, Let's just roll with it. No, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just going to say, it, baby. I thought, that, I thought that was nice. <laughs> oh, that poor man. Uh, that Filed poor man made the effort. Sammy. I agree. Yeah, that's all.
5: Okay. Although he did say pretty much the opposite for the first ninety nine percent. Well, know. not only that, he's
7: just trying to get attention for, for the next yeah, he job did. he gets fired from. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, let's talk to Dave Grohl. Dave this is Grohl. another very pleasant surprise, Mr. Grohl. Welcome. Bean, what are you doing?
3: I mean, look, I know you're old, but it's, you can't retire yet. What are you doing? Oh, P Bean is yeah. over long-
7: I'm not retiring, Dave. I'm just moving to England. I'm not retiring. I hope to continue working in broadcasting. My goal is to stay on the radio, just not here in America.
3: Ah, uh, you're smart, man. You know, there's so many more things to drink there that I, I, I feel like it's, it's a perfect place to wind up.
5: What if I told you he didn't drink? Oh, what are you
9: doing? You're ruining everything.
7: <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Uh, uh, we have a Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla here. I didn't know if they told you that, Dave.
3: Hi, fellas. Well, listen, I just did. woke up, and I knew that today was your last day, so I wanted to you call You are very say, sweet. We were not expecting sweet.
7: this. And, and let me just tell you this. You know, Kevin and I have talked uh, often about one of our favorite things that we've been able to do on this show is the little Breakfast Whiz that we do and all the musicians because we're huge fans of the K-Rock music. And Dave has been the, the constant for us for 25 years as a guest on this program. And you and your band have appeared so many times. And it's been some of our favorite shows we've ever done, Dave. Thanks to you, man. You're always a blast. And, and we you, love you so much.
5: And you played the drones for Owl City, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you <get>
3: <laughs> it's been a long time and i've lived in this city now for 18 years and i can honestly say that i still listen to you guys every morning and uh and um yeah you've been a huge part of everybody's lives someone recently said that you know you feel like you f- you feel like friends and so you know you're going to be missed my friend
7: well i hope that uh, I hope we'll have a chance to cross paths again I mean, especially if i get a gig you know who knows uh, where the you know whether i'll have an opportunity to Talk to the Foo Fighters again. I hey, hope so. Hey, hey, Dave, do you remember when you said we were
5: friends? <laughs>
7: <laughs> All right, Dave, great of you to check in, man. And, hey, tell Taylor congratulations on that new album, too. It's awesome.
3: I know. It's killer. Yes, it's I will. It's so tell good. Thank you, on, buddy. buddy. All right, Thank you, Dave.
7: Thank you, Dave. Thank
5: you, Dave. Appreciate it. bye Dave. Yeah, I wish we could have planned this out. It would have gone, you know, just like this. What the hell? (laughs) Kevin is so bad that Uh, we didn't have any of this stuff planned. Hey, do you remember when we would go
18: along and Tammy Heidi would get mad at us? Yes. Yes. Really, really mad at us Mm -hmm. for invading. Yeah, if we ended
7: the show at like (laughs) 10.04, she would just be fuming.
18: (laughs) You remember the morning OJ uh, was was presumed uh, innocent or whatever, not guilty? Mm -hmm. I was at the courthouse. Same. Yeah, no, we were here. We, no, no, yeah, no, we're not we're talking here. about
7: the when the verdict was read. When the verdict,
18: yeah. verdict was yeah. read, we were on the air, and weirdly very weirdly, somehow we got the woman who was who read the verdict on television on the phone just before the verdict. She read the verdict. Do you remember that? How strange that was? Not, we're like why don't, I
8: don't she, because like, the, like she worked for the court? She
18: had it in an envelope. Oh. Yeah, she worked for the court. She was just like the person who read it aloud. We got her on the phone. She was a listener or something, and she she somehow we got her on the telephone, and Adam was down at the... Uh, I was there. Yeah, Look, I was at the okay.
17: courthouse.
5: Here's my memory. Maybe this... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but we were down there, and that's when a certain person showed up, and that's when the lawsuit came. No. That we we were down there about.
18: a million times, okay. but when it was read, it was oh, after... Okay. It was like we we went long that So that it was before morning. that. Oh, I got you. Okay. And I remember the tension, and I remember being 100% sure O.J. would be
11: convicted. The jury in the above and title
14: case find the defendant, Ornthal James Simpson, as follows. Count one, conspiracy to commit a crime. Guilty. Count two, conspiracy to commit kidnapping. Guilty.
7: <laughs> and that's the woman we had on the phone. <laughs> that lady no. right there.
8: No, no, that, no. Was, that, that was his was was civil trial. I was going
17: to say, we live in a
8: totally different dimension now. <laughs> and then this guy said, I'm
15: the juice <laughs> whatever that is. Let's try to be a good guy.
17: Do you guys remember the accounting, Cynthia, from accounting at the old K-Rock <laughs> office? Yeah, I remember the name. I, well, we have terrible memories. I would go <laughs> down the hall when I was doing Mr. Burcham, and I would get paid 50 bucks a bit eventually. And at some point, they'd owe me $300. And I would go down to the end of the hall, and I'd go into accounting, and I'd go, on a Friday, I'd go, hey, I need my check. Where's my check? And they'd go, "It's in Cynthia's desk." And I'd go, "Can I have my check?" And they'd go, "It's locked. The the desk is locked." And I'd go, "Okay, where's Cynthia?" And they'd go, "She's at the horse track." <laughs> That's their answer. And I'd go, "It's Friday." Oh and it's at 9 a.m., and she's an accountant. Like, yeah, the There's and no much
5: go, more K Rock story than that. <laughs> I want my check. And go, well, it's
17: in her desk, and it's locked, and she's got the keys, and she's at the track. Oh,
5: K Rock is a very special <laughs> place, you guys. <laughs> All right, listen, we need to take a break. Jimmy Kimmel is here. Adam Carolla is here. When we come back, and we do the top 10 mm-hmm. moments, um, are we going to take some phone calls too? Is that part we of can do that as well. If you want to call in, 1 800 520 1067. We will take your calls and play the top 10 moments with next.
4: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock.
7: Oh,
5: you're here.
4: I'm here. Thanks. I
7: don't. Right. Uh, I don't know that we need to do moments with. Well, well, I mean, think we do. Uh, yeah, we my do. last mm. yeah. last day. We for I mean, sure we're do. So we're celebrating excellence in broadcasting. It's counter to that. Maybe right? we can do a moment with, and then we'll uh-huh. take a call.
5: What do you guys think, Jimmy <laughs> Adam? What do you guys sure. think? Uh, yeah, I think so. And by the way, congratulations
7: on the Radio
18: Hall of Fame. That's tomorrow, right? Yes. New York yes. City.
7: We're in, we're being inducted along with Dr. Ruth Westheimer, Jimmy. She's great. <laughs> I'm going to nail her. I love Dr. Ruth. You should. <laughs> uh, Try to get wouldn't that be a great story? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to nail John Tesh, who's also being inducted. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. He
18: is. Well, just, you should refuse to accept your award. That's ridiculous. <laughs> just on the basis of
5: John Tesh. Just I leave
18: it there. there. I have to wonder, and not that I'm looking for more stuff to do, but I wonder why I wasn't asked to present you guys in the radio broadcasting I will tell Ball you of fame. why I will tell you why,
5: because the program director that hired us, Andy Schoen,
18: was our first choice. Oh, well, that's showbiz. Uh,
7: He's
18: (laughs) he's really going to light up the room.
7: Quite an excuse. I don't think we were
5: thinking about (laughs) showbiz. So
7: what you're saying, saying, Jimmy, is we could have had a two-time Oscar host bring us on, or we could have a guy no one's ever heard of.
18: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Andy sent me an email yesterday. He's like, hey, I'm going to be in New York. And I was like, what?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Is that me or Adam or, you know? You can take over my time of my acceptance speech. (laughs) Are you giving separate acceptance speeches? Separate. Two and a half minutes. That's it. Who goes first? I don't know. I don't think we've decided. We haven't discussed Will you mention John
18: Tesh in your acceptance speech? (laughs) Should we? Just make the whole thing about how honored you are to be among uh, names like John Tesh. And also
5: John John Tesh.
18: John Tesh.
7: Tesh. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's hear. uh, So, Kevin, you have gone through the archives for the Bean Moments With. Mm -hmm. You you have a top ten for us. Yes. Let's start with. Number ten. And now, a moment with Bean. This is like when uh, when May and Trat, uh, Trat and May rather, when they, what am I trying to say here, Kevin? <laughs> Matt and Trey. <laughs> Matt and Trey. Thank you. Let's this is Trey like and May from now on. <laughs> that was a moment with me. <laughs> names are, names are hard. All right. Let's take a call. 1-800-520-1067. We're going to talk to, who do you want to go to first? I want to go to uh, Tad. Oh, Big Tad. Is this, <laughs> Tad? Is this big my Tad? Tad? you Tad, Tad, Tad. Jimmy. There he is. Hey,
16: I'm Tad.
10: everybody's Tad. Hey, Tad. Listen, of that
7: voice. Oh, it brings me so much happiness just to hear your voice, Tad. How are you, son? I am currently
10: in a bed at a care house facility in Santa Ana, but yeah. other than that, I'm
7: doing Why fine would you anyway. ask that question? I just meant in general. <laughs> when someone says how are you, the only answer fine. is fine, Tad. We don't really need medical history here, alright?
17: Oh. Still doing better than poor okay. man. Right? <laughs>
5: Looking at it that way. <laughs> I got to tell you a funny story about Tad is I went to the, when Jimmy got a star on the Walk of Fame, I parked behind and I was late and Tad was the security guard. Uh-huh, and he's right. like, do you find it funny in any way that I'm the one that has to allow you in? And I was like, yeah, I actually do find that funny. <laughs>
7: it's quite funny. Tad, um, what years did you work on the Kevin and Bean show back in the day? None. Uh, None uh- of them. <laughs> I was there from '95 to 2000. Oh my gosh, that was a little longer than I thought. And in general, good memories or bad memories of your time with us?
10: Um, it was good memories, and it was there was also bad memories. I mean, the bad memories I brought them on myself, but the good memories, it was fun in uh, entertaining everybody and going
5: to all these concerts and going to movie premieres and stuff like that. Do you guys remember when we fired him and then I brought him back under the guise of Thaddeus, my personal assistant? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just yeah, remember
9: uh, Bean, was Bean was so happy with mad. That. <laughs> I
7: don't know that I've ever seen him so mad. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I don't know. The biggest memory I have of Tad, we already talked about when I got stuck in your truck at the CD signing that time, Dad, which was hilarious, but the biggest memory I have is that video of you sitting on the bench in front of the 7-Eleven in Burbank in your underwear, and we were Having you do a a video shoot, and you were like, "I don't want to do this anymore. I hate this." There you
9: go.
10: I got it for you guys. I got it for you. You do. Hey, doggy. Oh, that, that
18: was it. That
9: was, that was part
18: of, was part of it. We decided to give Tad a public access show, and the deal was, it was called Big Tad in His Underpants. <laughs> right? The Big Tad in His Underpants show. And you sang a theme song, Jimmy. I had a theme song, and then Tad would sit in his underpants in a location, I remember this particular location, we put him on a bus bench mm-hmm. outside of uh, Baskin Robbins.
5: Yeah, right next to the 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah next way. to
18: the 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. And Tad had to talk for 30 minutes straight without stopping. That was was the rule and we had no edits you know it was just we shot it out of video no guests no one no one to talk to and it was weirdly it became like a weird form of torture for both him and the people watching it it's but-
7: yeah. Oh, it's This oh, is the, the horn. <laughs> it's the Tad Tuba. Oh, the Tad Tuba. But I will say this, and we gotta we gotta move on a second t- here, Tad. But I will say that you developed what I feel is a lifelong friendship with Jimmy Kimmel, who kept in t- not only kept in touch with you, but hired you again over at the Jimmy Kimmel Live show, and is still in touch with you today. And it's that must be a, something very special. More of a stewardship than anything, right, <laughs> Tad? yes sir yes sir and uh did like, like call I, you call you sir i, I
10: told um, yeah. i still call him sir i call him jimmy i yeah. call him dad i
17: just you know mm. tad so, this this is adam do you remember your 21st birthday in the van ride in vegas <laughs> with me and jimmy the and longest Kevin. van ride oh, yeah. ever and uh t chance thrasher was hey, that, that your brother brother yeah
5: that was his brother
17: that's his brother
10: i forgot is your brother's yep. still around uh he's actually living in uh North Carolina now. He farted up that van <laughs>
18: like, no- the, like
7: nothing like nothing. Like
5: no he- one has ever farted anything correct before. The greatest huh? gift for Non-stop. farting any- Incredible. Can I tell you another story about uh, Big Tad? And that's Is this,
7: a, does this involve Tad's second time? By the way, no, does, I just want no. to say
18: we also shared on his twenty first birthday. <laughs> we shared a room at the Continental Hotel, two double beds. Adam and I in one bed, Tad and his farting brother in the other bed. <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
5: this was uh, this was when we were in New York City for the MTV Awards, and we were all in a cab, and Bean would. When work is done, Bean's done and he goes someplace else. Yeah. We are all in the cab. Well, back to the room, usually to sleep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us are going out to eat or whatever. So uh, Bean gets out. Tad says, Where's he going? And Jimmy just throws out as a joke, Oh, he likes to get hookers when he's here. <laughs> and I go, uh, I'd like to try one of and those. Tad, <laughs> and Tad said, what? And all of a sudden Jimmy knew, oh, he believes it. Yeah. And you went on for another, what, three days?
18: Oh, it was a whole thing. We made a call to, we actually, Cleto, who's Cleto, my band leader divorce. on the show, mm-hmm. pretended to be a woman. That's right. room, oh, and, we, and we set up this scenario where Tad was waiting in his room. I had him shower and strip down. It was <laughs> <No>. We put him <laughs> in his underwear a lot. <laughs> like, waiting for this, this hooker to show up. And then eventually, after a lot of recorded Sex chat. I'm sure you have those tapes somewhere. I'm sure we right? do, but I
5: don't have it at my fingertips. We burst
18: now. into Tad's room, and uh, oh. I think we tickled him.
7: He laughed. Amazing. He loved it. That's, That's all I remember. Great. Tad, we gotta go. I'm so glad I had a chance to talk to you one more time. I appreciate you being part of the farewell oh, Tad's show. Tad's coming
10: to visit you in London. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I get walking again, I'm
7: I'm coming to England. Again, don't bum us out, Ted. <laughs> All right, Dad, We love hey, you. I love thanks, you for, guys. thanks for coming on. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye Ted.
18: <laughs> um, don't bum us Ted out. Ted was the best.
7: The You're out of that. He was he was
18: one of the all-time great Kevin and Bean characters, oh, was Just, you guys were mad at him all the time, and nothing made me happier. I would just revel in how mad you guys always were. Remember, he'd take every Monday. He would miss work.
7: Yes. He was sick every Monday. <laughs> he was a Monday. terrible employee. Oh.
18: I Can I tell you? We have a of calls
7: that we haven't taken yet. I know. Can I tell you who was the greatest employee we ever who? had, though? Who? Lightning, who's on the phone with us right now. Oh, Lightning. Jay Tillis, former producer of the Kevin and Bean Show. Again, on the Mount Rushmore of Kevin and Bean, behind the scenes people. Lightning, how are you, buddy? Gentlemen, how you doing?
5: I don't know that we treated anyone as poorly as you.
16: <laughs> uh, that, yeah. m-
5: that might be true.
16: And by the way, the reason that Tad was uh, late Monday morning is because we had Kokomo's on Sunday nights
17: where I found him.
16: <laughs> <laughs> but also,
17: was- also, Big Tad's mom worked at a potato chip factory, so he had right. money to fall back on. And I think that's where he lost some he of had his chips momentum. To fall <laughs> on. I mean, that's why I'm not going to leave money to my kids. You I want them-, want them to have that burst, you know what <laughs> I mean? That Tad didn't
16: have.
7: Lightning, what years did, get- you- did you work on the show?
16: Uh, 91 through 2009, I want to say. How on earth did you make it that far?
7: 18 years. And you started as what, an intern or a phone screener?
16: I was an intern, yes. Unpaid intern working for Maria D'Arcangelo. And then- was our uh, producer at the time. Frank Murphy and Mm -hmm. Cortland Cox Mm -hmm. and- Mark Davis. Isn't it funny that you never
7: moved people, up? Yeah. No, he did. He became <laughs> our producer, Kevin. <laughs> Lightning. Right. And Lightning was one of the yeah. best producers we ever had. And I'm t- let me tell you something about uh, Lightning. No one cared more about this show or worked harder on this show, put in more hours on this show than Lightning did. And we owe a lot of our success to you, man. I mean that sincerely.
16: No, it's, I have so m- and Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that. Like I was talking to Dave off the air and I, I don't even... I have so many stories to share that uh, it would. It would give us know, one. Like, we started the B team. Give us one. Well, I, I remember showing up at the, uh, looking, uh, hearing the buzzer in the back door, walking back and seeing this tall, skinny guy with an afro uh, in gym shorts. I'm going, I'm here for Jimmy. I need <laughs> to train him. I'm like, yeah. I go. That was Adam. Uh, Jim, there's a... Yeah, I was Adam. You yeah. remember that Adam, and
7: uh, he was the guy in the hall. Adam, Yeah, I was the yeah. guy in the hall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's right. So you, so you were there and for the for the
16: creation. I was there for uh, for the uh, yeah for the, uh, the the beginning of this long lasting relationship between Jimmy and Adam, and uh, I have so many amazing memories uh, from going to get the Christmas trees to. Uh, from Thaddeus and Michael the Maintenance Man. Oh, remember and, we used and, uh, to send
7: Lightning as far away as possible and... to go get the Christmas tree? Like, yeah. make yeah. him drive to Nova Scotia to bring a tree yeah. back for a <laughs> Christmas. Make him leave in, like, April. <laughs> yeah. I had to, he had to drive to Alaska one time. Oh, my God. Do you remember when Lightning traded out his whole wedding? He, yes. Yes. <laughs> he traded yes, out the whole did. Yes, and Dean and I
18: were, I were the we officiators. We,
5: yes, we yeah. were, and we were dressed as monks. And yes. we thought it would be
18: funny to uh, ask if anyone objects to this wedding, please um, make yourself known. And we had every single person at the wedding stand up at that moment. <laughs> and which and seemed funnier than it was when it happened.
5: Did <laughs> you know that the FBI was there the whole time?
17: What? Where? The, the yeah. FBI was yeah, the FBI surveying was the whole the thing. Time. Why? Uh, They're uh, digging up dirt on Trump. No, uh, <laughs> no, oh, yeah. And, uh, Come on. Let's make America great again, fellas. Get real.
5: A tangential friend that has nothing to do with the show. But yeah, he, was he a had dude. a friend oh, yeah. who
7: was under investigation. The FBI was... Wow. Uh, they were there the whole time. And wow. ended up arresting that dude. He went to jail, right, Light?
15: I mean, uh, yeah,
5: let's not bring his fact, dad the... be, but
7: so did his mom. Oh wow. <laughs> oh.
15: Yeah.
5: Well you oh, and, know what and his dad
16: and everybody
17: else. If
5: you're gonna go to yeah, jail, yeah, it's yeah, nice it to have up your up mom there to. with
16: you.
17: It's a good family <laughs> thing. Can I can I posit this thought? I've been sitting here and thinking, if you worked with Kevin and Bean over the years either you climbed to amazing heights like Jimmy Kimmel over here Mm -hmm. and myself included, or you ended up in the dumpster. (laughs) Lightning (laughs) has managed to thread that needle of mediocrity and land right in the middle. And you should be saluted because it's so easy to swing to amazing success and financial stability or to be in an AIDS hospice with Tad. But to be in the middle, to be in the middle, Lightning, that's an achievement and i tip my cap to you my friend you are mediocre
16: in 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 all seriousness i i miss being insulted on a daily basis by uh, we can call you amazing assholes all right
7: thank you for being a part of the farewell show we love you and thank you for everything you did for me and for us we appreciate you lightning
16: i love everyone in the room
15: okay
7: we love you too lightning bye bye
16: All all right
15: guys Another quick break, poor (laughs) bastard. Right? By the
18: way, I think it's funny, you know, we're just saying lightning like everybody understands what that means, but... Uh, you, the reason you named him Lightning is because he did everything so very so slow. slowly. the
5: slowest yeah. person in the world. <laughs>
6: because you named him Lightning and I would listen, my first TV job ever, I would call my photographer Lightning because he was really? so huh? slow. Hmm. All because of you. No, 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 no.
7: Yeah. This was Lightning. No. theme song we used to play all the time and we asked him to go do something for us. You keep me waiting till it's getting aggravating. <laughs> You're a slow pole. I mean, it would take him like 20 minutes to go into the office. Office to bring us something back. We could uh, never figure out what was it's going because on. Because he okay. knew
5: when he came back in yeah. he was gonna get abused. <laughs> yeah, <like that. laughs> this is gonna surprise nobody, but we didn't take any listener calls, and we did only number 10 on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on right. the moments. Oh, oh. We need to get to those oh moments there's more than one out. on the wow. number ten. <laughs> 10. Okay. Oh no, there's ten. All right. So we need to take a break. Uh Adam Kroll is here, Jimmy Kibble is here, we'll be right back.
4: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock, K-Rock Q.
7: Can I just say that uh I was wrong. This is really fun. We thought oh, you were my god! I didn't realize dick. what a good time we the reminiscing was going to be. We spent a whole year on this. I mean, no. You but I mean, son of a bitch. Having everybody calling in and having the boys here in the oh. studio with us is actually, I'm really having a good time today. All we have for. All right, Adam Kroll is here, Jimmy Kimmel. We've been taking lots of calls from special guests. We got another one on hold, but first let's get through a couple of a couple of more moments with, because we're counting down the all-time top ten moments with bean here. I think we're up to uh... number nine. And now a moment with bean. Storage wars is where somebody comes up and bids on s- somebody's s- storage facility, a-, 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 a room that has expired. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. oh, somebody is renting a, a storage room unit. has expired. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Some this. Does this smell okay? <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment with Beam. <sighs>
7: I'm not good, guys.
5: Um, By I mean, the way, way, you had I had a thousand to every one of yours. this, sure. sh- this should be your demo tape when you try to get the
18: job <laughs>
17: in England. <laughs> I've Just been put doing all these on a, a Kevin, you've had 800 this morning <laughs>
7: right? I've been doing a uh, a lot of interviews uh, exit interviews uh, with the uh, Los Angeles Times yesterday and I've been on some uh, some podcasts and various things and one of the things that I keep trying to put out there is that although and I'll say this at the Hall of Fame induction tomorrow night in New York as well RIPB. even though, no no even That's though the what show, I'm going to say. And this is really, the maybe this is the most important message that I can get out there today. And I mean this sincerely and with not fake humility. Even though the show is called Kevin and Bean, and I know I speak for Kevin when I say this, the show doesn't exist and it doesn't get past the first six months if it doesn't have, like we just talked to our producer Lightning, for instance, a minute ago. We've got Jimmy here. We've got Adam here. Some of the other people that we've spoken with who have been participating in the show over the years. We don't don't get a show. We don't stay on the air if we don't have great people working with us. Jensen and Alley, for instance, are uh, responsible for every bit of the success this program has had in the years that they've been on the program. There's one name that looms as large as any in the history of the program, and that is a man who worked so hard for us for 18 years and created some of the funniest radio that's ever been done anywhere. And that man is Ralph Garman, who joins us on the phone here on the world famous Kurok Mr. Garman? My key card won't work. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing happened to Corolla when he showed up today. He could not get in the building. How are you? I'm well, sir. How are you? Doing great. So happy to hear from you. Uh, congratulations on the success of the uh, the Ralph Report. I know that that is a tough way to go, is the pay for podcasting. But you have made a success of it, and you're doing great with it, I understand.
15: You're very kind. Yeah, I'm having a blast doing it, but I would not be able to do it. If I hadn't put the time in with you guys, especially you, Bean, all those years, everything I learned about being broadcaster and 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 being—if I'm good at it at all—it's largely because I learned so much working with you. Sir.
5: I mean, but a little bit from me. <laughs> <laughs> A little.
15: I'm sorry, who's that? Jack <laughs>
5: silence
7: from <laughs> Um, It's been almost exactly two years since you left the show, and I'm embarrassed that this is the first time that we have had you on the radio, and I'm so happy that we have the chance to hear from you.
15: Well, it's a pleasure to be back, and uh, I couldn't let the day go. I was, you know, I was debating on whether to, to call in or not. I didn't want to make it weird for anybody, but... I figured if you're going to talk to poor man for that <laughs> station, me.
7: can you believe that? Can you even believe that
17: happened, Ralph? Uh, what's that station again? That sounds good. <laughs> <he's got> the <that> one <laughs> on. Uh-huh. <What> it? <laughs> Ralph, it's Adam. He's looking for an entertainment reporter, so I, I don't know if you want to crap all over the guy. Uh, <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs>
18: Do you know when when uh, when I met Adam and when he was my boxing instructor. This is Jimmy speaking. Ralph and Adam lived together in La Crescenta. Oh, that's
1: right, and with Cortland. And oh, with Cortland. Cortland,
18: who became the, yeah, really we just we emptied out the uh, the uh, condo and, and put everybody on the air. But <laughs> Ralph was there, and Ralph was uh, was in the room when Adam was training me to box in his, in his is house. That right? Yeah. Yeah,
17: and I was like, I got a roommate that does a ton of voices and is really funny. Yeah. and Jimmy was producing so many bits and wanted so many different voices i said get my roommate ralph in here he'll do the voice I,
5: i will say this that we've never had anybody on this show well we've had some people i shouldn't say that but for the most part we have to go through what the bit's gonna be how is it gonna end where do you see this going and with ralph garman it was never that he would say i have this and we would go all right and we just let him roll with it because and, it was uh, and always 99%
7: great. of the time, it was great, Agreed. too. Agreed.
5: And when it uh,
6: wasn't great, it might be even better. It was,
2: it
7: awesome. was spectacular. <laughs> and let me tell you this, Ralph, because I've heard from so many listeners uh, this week that are reminiscing and bringing up their favorite bits. The one that I've been brought up so many times was the fist fight with Tom York from Radiohead. Yeah. Which, if I remember correctly, wasn't that, if That's not f- the... The, it the first It was one, one of the very first things you ever did with us on the air, right? That was
18: the first thing, yeah.
15: It was. I, uh, I was it. Was that or was it with the Mall America?
18: It was that. It was. It was Tom no, York. First. It was. It was the. Fi- yeah. It was the April Fools, Kevin. We pretended that Tom York was in studio.
5: Radiohead was playing in town that night. Ralph Right.
18: Ralph played Tom York. Oh, right. And by the way, Ralph right. did a
5: lot of studying, so he answered the questions as Tom York actually yeah. would have. Mm-hmm. And this is before everyone really was on the internet. You yes. Know? And um, the listeners were – it's
18: funny because that prank turned into a prank on you, Kevin. Oh, yeah, I know. Because it seemed like it would be a funny prank. And the prank was that Kevin got in an argument with Tom York – uh, in the course, which was actually Ralph Garmin. And, and then he punched him in in the eye, and the concert had to be canceled. <laughs> oh, no.
15: And even I the record was between Mean Bean.
5: Yeah, oh, but, it was Bean. Yes, but oh. even the record company called afterwards and went, "What's going on?
15: <laughs> they How, it was why real? is our artist no there? Idea. We don't know about it." Yeah, because we're oh. making fun of Tom's wonky eye, <laughs> right? And, and Tom got so incensed, that he started to, to throw some blows at Bean's direction, and, and the ca- ca- concert had to be canceled. Yeah. Oh
18: my God, oh that my was amazing, God. and everyone was mad. <laughs> everyone loved yeah. us, really, and mad. really loved us.
7: <laughs> and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go against the vi- advice of counsel and against the advice of uh, our program director and general manager at K Rock, past and present, and say the single greatest moment in the history of the Kevin and Bean Show, was Ralph Garman talking to Jacques Chirac, yes, the president of France. Is. Yes, in yeah. there The there it is. greatest moment, and I know we're, again, I, I'm taking the whole show down with me here, Kevin. I'm burning it down because I know we're not allowed to bring it up. What do you care? What are they going to do? What I know we're not allowed to bring it up. No, 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 hold on. We weren't allowed to bring it up with the last company. With uh, with you on the phone, Ralph, your thoughts of, uh, and if you could set up that uh, the idea behind that morning.
15: Well, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was a, t- a tense time in international relationships between France and America because this was during the time where we were still investigating whether uh, Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction or not. And the French were saying, we should wait for the NATO inspectors to do their job. And America was saying, no, we're going to go in there and bomb the crap out of this guy. And so we, in our infinite wisdom, thought it would be great to have a French legend, icon, Jerry Lewis, call random people in Paris and try to sway them to the American way of thinking. And we thought the best way to end the segment would be to try to call the presidential palace and talk to the president Jacques Chirac. Which was in the
5: him. which was in the yellow pages, or like we we just we just found it someplace. It wasn't I like th- we I didn't... think it was on the back of a
15: bus. Could have been that's where Could've we saw it. it was an ad. Say you want to talk to Jacques Chirac or a bathroom stall. I don't know. Call one eight million. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we've called him up, expecting, rightfully so, to be uh, hung up on, and insanity happened, and they actually put me through to the uh, the president, and And, and I just remember Lewis that second, I remember the, the second 10 Ralph. It's about international relationships. <laughs> I,
7: I remember that second when we got the secretary on the phone, and she said, uh, hold on for the president, please, and the look on your face as you stood there in the studio going, oh my god, if I'm actually talking to Jacques Chirac, what am I supposed to do? And it was so, in, like you said, you talked for ten minutes on the phone with this guy. In the voice of Jerry Lewis. And <laughs> never broke character, And you, and I know that you were thinking you could yuck it up and make a joke and stuff, but I mean what was going through your head that you didn't want to cause an international incident or what
15: Exactly I didn't want to be the guy that started the war with France <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to try to play it as straight as I could without getting too ridiculous because my fear was that you know something could actually go bad and of course it did
7: <laughs> Well we were so excited when that happened I mean we were just we knew at the we knew in the moment that it was one of the greatest things that we would Where ever witness Where is witnessed. that tape and uh, I, have a, we... I have a little piece of it that I've been playing. That we've been banned from playing? Really yes. Down. Oh, boy. But Short we were, time being, baby. We were so excited <laughs> by it. And, and management came in and said, That never happened. You will never speak of it again. Ever, you, ever. You, no you matter what. Never, you will never acknowledge that it happened. <laughs> Forget it. And it was soul-crushing. I think that's the day I decided to leave the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it took me a long time to, 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 pull, to the trigger. pull the trigger on it. But that's the, we were so upset because we were so proud of what Ralph had done. And I just i couldn't believe that we, we had to pretend it didn't happen. But I'm going to play a little piece of the tape here right now because yes. yeah, I happen to have it.
15: Hello? Hello,
16: nice French lady. How are you? Still Jerry Lewis <laughs> holding you uh, that Jerry
15: Lewis? Okay. Uh, I passed it to the president. He's just right now here. Oh, thank you. Hold on, one thing. <laughs> Hello?
16: President Chirac, Jacques Chirac speaking. President Jerry Lewis here from the United uh, States of America. I be,
12: can I be sure
16: that you are Jerry Lewis speaking? I don't know how I can make you not sure, sir. But <laughs> I, what can I do for you to make you think that it's me?
3: No, I recognize your voice.
16: Oh,
15: excellent, then. Then no doubt about that.
7: <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so Jacques Chirac is now dead. Uh, Jerry Lewis is now dead. As a result of this call? <laughs> no, they both died. <laughs> they just uh, aged out. But ladies and gentlemen, the great Ralph Garvin. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> and you can find him at the RalphReport.com. You can subscribe. It's very cheap and very good on Patreon. Ralph, this would not have been a, it would not have felt like a complete celebration without having the opportunity to thank you for your many, many years of service on the show. We owe a lot of our success to you, and I'll definitely be mentioning you in the Hall of Fame speech tomorrow night.
15: Well, I got to tell you, sir, I mean, and I think Jimmy and Adam can both attest to this, is that you guys were always egoless when it came to giving us room to do our stuff, and you were more than willing to share the spotlight and give up your time and energy and let us get out there and and do what we did with no concern about how much airtime we were taking up. If it was funny, you guys put it on the air, and I know very few people – Not only in radio, but in the entire entertainment industry who have that little ego just for the sake of making the best product they can make. And it was remarkable being how you would uh, share your your airtime with uh, folks like myself.
7: Why, like I said earlier, why not let people who are more talented than we are do the hard work on the show? That's just how I look at it. You know, we look good when when the show is good. So, well, a you. lot
15: of guys have uh, egos that don't uh, think that way, and you guys were always remarkable to me, and I, and I thank you so much for all the opportunities you guys gave me.
7: You bet, man. Thanks for calling in. Continued success. Let's keep in touch. Okay.
15: Listen. Best of luck in your next adventure, sir. I'm looking thank forward you, to Ralph. good things for you. Okay. Appreciate it. Bye, bye. Now. Take care. Have a great
17: Ralph Garner, yeah. there, everybody. Can I say this observation, the beauty about Kevin and Bean is you didn't look at yourself as comedians. You looked at no. yourself as roofers, and you let someone else up there to do the shingling for you. If Adam could be you. funny,
5: great. If Jimmy right. could be
17: funny, great. If Ralph could be funny,
5: great. It takes some pressure off us. Right. I don't see that as being unique and good. It is though. It's it is. It just seems Thank lazy you. to us. It's it lazy. No, and I reload it. I have said yeah.
6: this since I started. You let other people shine, and that is so rare mm-hmm. in this industry. And you guys can't take a compliment to save I your agree. life. I agree. Let me cut
17: you off, sweetie. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, I wanna add it, but cycle for yourself about you. with the shining spiel. I wanna say that. <laughs> right.
7: We're gonna take a break. Uh, the show continues. Do you guys right? have time to stick around yeah, more? We're we gonna right. we on the World Famous K-Rock. We have a moment with mm. Bean. Well, as Saturday Night Live so well, so put so <laughs> yes. as Saturday Night Live put it so well. During the weekend update uh on Saturday night, which is when that <laughs> show airs. <laughs> going going on. <laughs> 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 that was a moment with bean. Here's uh numbers. number seven Number <laughs> seven! And now a moment with Bean. <laughs> would you have ever expected after the Key and Peel P oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? After the Key and P years, that Jordan Peel would go and, off to
6: key and Peel years. What did I say? Key and P? <laughs>
5: Oh no! <laughs> that was a
7: moment with Bean. We're trying to squeeze one, in one more. One more, sure. Number six, and now a moment with Bean. He has a mild case of asthma, and he ended up being in the hospital as a result of an asthma attack. He he could have died had he not gotten to the hospital in time. They had to do that emergency thing where they uh, whatever it is they they put on you, know, bring your breath back or whatever. <laughs> but it's probably not the best description.
17: That was a moment with Bean. <laughs> to be Let's, fair, the last one was Ralph doing Bean. <laughs> thank,
7: thank you, Adam. I appreciate that. Let's talk to Gills right now. I think uh, that's the name on line six, please. He's calling us from Westwood. He's been very patiently holding on. Jimmy Kimmel is here. Adam Kroll as well. It's the farewell Bean a part of the Kevin and Bean show, although the rest of the show will continue going on. Gills, thank you for calling. What's going on, man? Morning, party people. Right. I just wanted to call
12: in and, you know, first off to wish Bean well. On his new journey, Um, pretty much when I think of the collage of sound memories of growing up in Southern California in L.A., I think of your guy's show. I think of early 2000s, you know, having uh, a tough time in middle school being bullied and then my mom driving me to school and hearing Santa Carl, you know, making jokes and stuff (laughs) like that you know. I miss yeah, Carl Malone then, when he used to come in and do that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
18: Who did that character? I who was remember. that that know. did that? I don't
5: know. I
12: about think that. his name was like Jim Jim Jones or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was Jim, Jim Jones. Jones. Yeah, it was yeah.
5: Jensen
7: who did
12: that. No, was, okay.
8: I think it was Poor Man. <laughs> oh, oh Poor Man. Yeah, man. right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah.
7: Uh, yeah, the Santa Carl was a show that we looked forward to so much every single year. I mean, a show. When, <laughs> well, no, but the day that Santa Carl would come in, that was when we knew that the holidays were here. You know, we got to talk to the little kids and it was just so, so fun. And for you, no Knowing when the holidays are
18: here is difficult because you listen to Christmas music every day, which is probably the weirdest thing about you. <laughs> Ask Bean his, r- r- his uh, wake-up terms. His alarm. Toad, his alarm. Uh, uh, that might make top ten for you. Right. No, yes. no, please. I've done
7: know. My miss. alarm that goes off in the morning is the Chipmunks Christmas song. That's uh-huh. the very first sound I every hear every day. day. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, my God. And here. I will tell you, and this is another, this is a fun uh, Bean fact for you. Uh, and by the way, then let's go to uh, line seven and say hi to our friend Annell. But this is a fun fact. I cannot afford to move my entire music collection with me to England. It's very expensive to move to Europe. So I've decided I'm going to leave my CDs behind for now, except I couldn't leave without my Christmas music. Corolla, you built the shelves. My Christmas CDs are on. You remember how many I have. I've, I'm moving 3,300 <laughs> Christmas CDs. He's
5: a psychopath. Most England. of those songs are terrible.
17: <laughs> I built the shelves in his old house that held Uh like (laughs) 9,000 CDs. And I remember Bean said to me once, because I never quite finished a job, he said... uh, you, Adam, you're one of those 95 percenters who never quite finishes a job and I said, I'm a 75 percenter who gave you an extra 20 percent so off Yes,
7: 3,300 Christmas CDs are on their way to Britain right now for me to enjoy when I get there Alright, let's oh. say hi to uh, Anel Rivers He is on line 7 from Los Angeles here on the Kevin and Bean Show He is a personal friend and frequent guest on the show over the years Anel, how are you?
1: Oh man, you know. Listen, I may not be on that Mount Rushmore of guests, but I'm definitely in the parking lot selling bootleg T-shirts. <laughs>
7: <Four> <laughs> five, you know, I'm so saying, I'll let you boy. You know, how I do. <laughs> Anel is a guy who has filled in many, many times on the, you know, the Showbiz Report or whatever we're calling and it. And you remember his sound effect in between stories? Uh, yeah, it was it was me. Girl, holla- no there is. Uh, now, um, how did you become uh, K-Rock's first ever African-American listener? Do you remember? <laughs> uh, I believe I was uh, on a singles party, man, in Lake Tahoe. Oh, and I wow. was on a
1: patio. And you know how it is, man. I, I was holding, as I do. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, we were outside the patio. just hanging out, and I came across you. And uh, I remember telling you, I said, Bean, you need a black friend. And you uh, basically looked at me and said, okay.
7: And the <laughs> and beautiful friendship friend. was born there. I mean and honestly, you, he you needed, could use a white friend. He too, needed yeah, any yeah. friend <laughs> just a friend. you know, one of the reasons I moved to New Orleans and now was because Seattle was too goddamn white! I'm so over white people, and it, I just I like, couldn't take it anymore. So I had to move to hey, New Orleans man. so I could hang out with some brothers. Hey, welcome <laughs> <my> world, bro. <laughs> hey, welcome. Well,
18: you're gonna have a great hey, time baby. in England.
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I would say you went to the wrong side of the map, bro. You're going the wrong way. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> man. On on behalf of every neighborhood located south of Wilshire, man, we just wanted to call and say thank you. I mean, you know, seriously. I, I started off as your token black listener, and by the tens of fans that you have now. Of uh, my color, I can say I've been successful in
7: my past, man. Absolutely, you know, you've been spreading I, the word. We appreciate it. <laughs> and has been talking us up at the barber shop, and it's been Thank working you. slowly but Thank surely now. All right, Anel. we'll keep in touch. All right, buddy. I already hung up uh, on him. Sorry, oh, oh,
5: he sorry. got it. He got it.
7: <laughs> all right. Are we saying goodbye to the boys, or what are we doing if
18: here? The boys can stay. They they can stay. If not, all good. We'll stay. Let's stay one more second. because right. I will say I don't want to overstay because I do want to, and I. And, Bean, may God help you if you s- skip by this, but at the end of this show today, I'd love to hear a tender conversation between just Kevin and just Bean. Well, you so, may need to stay here for that. <laughs> That's a
5: good <laughs> idea. For that to happen. Okay. We'll take a
4: quick break. Right. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock.
5: It is the world-famous K-Rock. It is Kevin Bean, Alley, Jensen, Adam Carolla, Jimmy Kimmel all hanging out for a great goodbye party the Bean didn't
7: want. <laughs> I'm, uh, son of a bitch. I tried to talk you into doing a big farewell. You oh, wouldn't allow you? it. Uh, I wanted you. the listeners to be able to come we and hug me. We probably came up with a thousand ideas, and he said no. Yeah. I said, let's do a beanie roast. Remember when I said no, that? I no, no. I said, let's no, do no, the no, beanie I'll roast. Yeah. That was our idea, and you, and you, you said like, no. that hey, was a great like, idea. Nobody cares. Yeah. Um this is the final hour of my participation on the Kevin Bean show but I want to mention again the show continues forever just because I'm leaving doesn't mean everybody else isn't staying and uh, we have been catching with some old friends today including Dr. Drew Pinsky, who joins us on the phone right now. Hey doctor. Hi Bean, you sound so
3: happy. We'll miss you. We You're very you, kind to friend. say that.
7: I, I actually am happy. People expect me to be sad because I'm leaving the greatest job in broadcasting. And although I will miss it, I am really focused on the future and I'm really excited about the next chapter. Now, I could regret this in six months. I could think, oh my God, I made the biggest mistake of my life. And I am so don't, good. Don't call. We'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> uh, believe me, I, I, I know I can't come back. I know the door <laughs> is shutting behind me.
3: But um, I'm just, I'm Wait, really excited. Say, I'm excited about okay, I, the next chapter. I got to say, leaving this country looks more appealing all the time. Not to England, though. Not (laughs) to England.
7: (laughs) Yes, England has its share of troubles. Dr. Drew, I'm so glad you're on today to, uh, to add to the conversation because one of the biggest moments, for reasons you'll never know, that happened to me while doing this show was at the 25th anniversary Acoustic Christmas show when the Kevin and Bean show is on stage getting ready to bring on No Doubt, who were the closers that night. And I stepped backward in the darkness and fell off the stage and fell eight feet down in complete darkness and landed on my back onto concrete and was knocked unconscious. And when I came to, I don't know how much longer after I hit the the pavement. Four days. you You were the first face I saw. And I remember thinking two things. I remember thinking, thank God Dr. Drew is here because I need a doctor right now. I cannot believe how much this hurts. And the second thing I thought was... Oh my God! I can wiggle my toes. I'm not paralyzed. Which was my, which I was so horrified when I hit that ground that I was going to be paralyzed. And the third you thing just,
18: was, why is Doctor Drew have his hand on my pants?
7: Um, <laughs> he said it was necessary to conduct medical
18: tests. But yeah. I
7: mean, I just want you to know that I'll never ever forget that moment because just I felt so comforted that you were there and that I knew that you would take care of me. And I don't know if I ever properly thanked you for that.
3: Well, that's that's very meaningful. Thank you very much. But I, I want to say two things. One is. Jimmy was the only other person that actually went down. I mean, everyone else stood up on stage, and Jimmy and I were the ones going down, and Jimmy just like, go, go, you know? He, Jimmy, that, you was know that was yeah, terrifying. That was one of the worst like things ton, I've ever like, seen. Yeah. yeah, just boom, like a ton of bricks, and it, then onto yeah. a platform. It was crazy. So it was I, want, laid I got something out to say
17: real quick. First off, you, my friend, are living a charmed life, if the most terrifying thing you've ever <laughs> seen is a DJ falling off a of stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. And also... <laughs> You being paralyzed, Bean, would be a lateral move. I don't think it would affect you as greatly as it would affect the rest of us.
5: But but let's talk about him getting in the ambulance and then getting back out. Eight feet doesn't seem like a lot when you say it, but it was really scary. I
18: mean, he just disappeared. And then, you know, Bean's not a guy that you you see unconscious a whole lot. You know, to see him like... It, it was very scary. So,
6: And you had to be held back from jumping down to get him, right?
18: Well, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I just, you know, I don't know. I,
7: I, don't, I, I was concerned. So, well, uh, Jimmy yeah. was the one who was yelling at the people in the audience who were laughing
3: about it. Because Jimmy is yes, the only one, yes.
7: along with Dr. Drew, who recognized that it was potentially very serious. And now, so, now,
3: number two, though, there's a second thing, speaking of the seriousness. You, until this moment, categorically denied you hit your head or lost consciousness to B and Dr. Moe because well, because had we known that we would have insisted you went to the hospital, which
7: you refused to do. I wouldn't go to the hospital because I had my man Jimmy Campbell to bring the car around to take me back to wow. the hotel. No, Not no, no. Mm. You wouldn't go to the hospital first. And <laughs>
5: Jimmy said, OK, then I'm going to take
18: you. I said, I am going to take you to my house yes. because you were staying in a hotel. You weren't living here at the time. And I said, I'm going to take you to my house. I just want to keep an eye on you because I think you well, I think you were unconscious. And you would not do that. You would, And I said, well, please at least let me drive you to your hotel. <laughs> and I was hoping once I got you in the car, I'd be able to just take you to my house. So yeah. you or agreed, the hospital even, maybe. Who knows? You <laughs> agreed to that. And so I said, okay, you stay here. This is after the ER, the uh, medics had examined Bean and said, okay, okay, this seems like maybe it's okay. And so I said, you stay here. I'm going to go grab my car. We're at the Staples Center, right? Mm-hmm. I go out in the parking lot, and I. Oh, it was forum. It was
5: at the
18: forum. At the forum. Yeah. I as a as as, (laughs) has. It is not the first time this has happened, but i cannot find my car and i am running as fast as i can
5: and jimmy was like really an adrenaline high like i need to get this guy soon oh i i convinced him to sit there and wait for me to get and i really like
18: honestly i felt despair and shame uh, yeah i did i was like i'm supposed to be helping him and now i'm making this worse and it really and i was so mad at myself like you idiot, you never know where you parked your car. I never can remember I parked my car, and I'm hitting the button and hoping a light goes on somewhere, and I'm just running around the forum and I in remember circles.
5: Just, I remember just thinking, how long is it taking Jimmy to get his car? <laughs> where where, where did he park? Jimmy, Pasadena? Is not the guy, Jimmy is not the
18: guy you want around in, a, in an emergency-type situation. I you mean, well, the...
5: and you were, you know...
6: You am yeah, I mean, ready well, to help. Yeah, and you got your steps in.
7: That was bad. It was a bad moment for me. <laughs> well, I apologize again. Dude. I will say this about uh, Dr. Drew as we wrap this up, is that as great as it is to have a friend who's a doctor, he is very stingy with the prescriptions. i got yeah. to tell you. I mean, what's the point of having a friend who's a doctor if you can't ever get him to write you some
17: OxyContin or something once in a while? Hey, Drew, Whoa. you missed the poor man. He wanted to yeah. talk to you. I gave him your number off air. Yeah. So Give you also an address. Yeah. Posse coming
3: by. The yeah. Path. The poor man
7: called in today, Drew. Guess what? He's still bitter about being fired from K Rock.
3: No, it's a shame. I, I know he's got a radio show now, and that's fantastic. Oh yeah, that's why was he was. So happy that's why he
5: called to plug it.
3: <laughs> well, Drew, but, are we going to well, keep more thing, Bean. one yes. More thing? Yes. One thing. Yes, we will keep in touch. In fact, uh, Susan and my wife and I were just, just sort of sort of reminiscing about Bean stories, and you know, Kevin. How many years have we been given Bean stories of you know, grief about his unique biology, his oh. unique neurochemistry? Since I met and him. She re- Yeah, she remembered, and she goes, uh, yeah, yeah, 25 years. Yeah. Do you remember when he came up to me and said, hey, you were probably foxy once?
9: Oh! Bean! <laughs> <laughs> did, oh,
3: did I do that? Bean!
7: That sounds like me, but I'm—I can't believe I did that. He, he suffered head
17: trauma in the forum. Bean, I do
5: believe has Asperger's for real, mm-hmm. and he can't read a room. I've made. 30 years my job has been to follow Beat around and then go, oh, he totally didn't mean that. He was just kidding. Don't take it personally.
7: <laughs> well, please apologize to your lovely wife, Susan, for me. I'm sorry about that, Way we'll to bring it up. Maybe
5: she forgot.
7: <laughs> and thank you so much for all of your years of service. I know you'll be continuing to be on every week on, uh, on the show going forward, but it's been a real pleasure to be friends with you, Drew. Thank you. The pleasure is mine being. Please stay in touch. Okay. Bye-bye now. All right. <sighs> oh wow!
12: You really created, a, wreaked a lot of havoc. You sure did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We
7: have time for a couple of more moments with before we break. I'm least. realizing, like in that uh, uh, "It's a Wonderful Life" movie, that I was a terrible person. <laughs> I do not know that. Know that. What right. you mean? Was? <laughs> 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 Hang on. We're at number uh, number first. five, and now a moment with Bean. You, you got John Hamm back as your uh, narrator again this year. He's pretty dreamy, right?
2: <laughs> oh, you're the worst. <laughs> I mean, I love, let's be love, let's be
7: honest, Keith. Let's just be I mean, men here. I mean, he is fing amazing. F and amazing, right?
2: Did
6: you just cuss, Bean? I did. I'm serious. Sean Ham just made you cuss.
5: That was a moment with Bean. The one and only time he cussed, mm-hmm. are there? Yeah. And he usually doesn't like ham.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Number
7: four. <laughs> and now, a moment with Bean. The only thing I can think is. Uh, Mistaken door, mistaken door. They, they mistaken thought they doorbell
6: to... identity.
7: <laughs> no, I was thinking. I, I'm not sure how to say it, but they they meant to go to somebody else's house, got the wrong uh, apartment or condo or house number, whatever you have. How
6: about wrong address? Like that? <laughs>
7: that would have been a more succinct way to say it. <laughs> that was a moment with beam. <sighs> Good I'm, fun, aren't they? I am gift. not a winner. All right, uh, we got to take a break. Yep, we got to take a break, guys. You stick around. One more. Let's yeah, do it. one more. Right.
4: <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. A-R-O-Q. K-Rock.
2: Dear Bean, listen up. It's about to be a review of the past, and definitely not included on the podcast. Before you step on the stage for a potential roast, we offer you this rap. Though it's not as great as toast, we refuse to take this back. Hope we won't be in the file. If we start to fall, we offer a pick of your speed, Zach, to make you smile. Your legacy precedes you as the healthiest man alive. We promise not to hug you, but we'll gladly take a high five. There's no way to adequately describe how we feel, so we'll appreciate listen to your cover of Bastille. Thank you for your favorite bits of the show. We love you more than the queen, chocolate milk, and Pluto. You kept us entertained every morning of our lives. Our hearts, like Twitter stock, will take some deep dives. Just, Just like, like the Edmund Fitzgerald, our hearts have never sank faster. Our, our thoughts, thoughts about you leaving, leaving, oh no, this is a colossal disaster. <laughs> Eclipse fever got us lit, Death Corner put us in distress. Thanks, Thanks for, for the info, Bean, you made K-Rock a success. We're, We're drinking this syrup tonight as <laughs> a Toza <laughs> <of> Cardi <laughs> Bean. Mr. Bad Example is <laughs> the true leader of the party machine. Hope, hope to see you at the post or office, I hope for 7-Eleven, but we can't believe after all this time you're leaving us with Kevin. Pretty sad to see you go, just wanted to say how we feel, Coping with, with some, some T-Swift and a succulent Chinese meal. Yeah. You'll,
9: You'll always be have a brother, brother, even Shinoda thinks it's lame, When from remember remembers a day daylight
2: same saving time, time yells, Hall of oh, Fame!
1: Who gets, oh, gets penis slapped is something you you've pay always pay. made us ask, Finding someone th- who loves Christmas as much as, 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 much as, as you will pass. be a task.
2: Speaking of Christmas, please let the get our wheels spin once more, Yelling, thousand, thousand, until your jaw hits the floor. When it when comes, comes to Naked OJ, we know you'll put up a fight. But when, when it comes, comes to jury duty, you're like Rodney. All right. Your kindness lost you 40 bucks. Definitely put you in a rage. We'll, we'll reimburse you the money. Just don't fall off the stage. Enjoy your move to England. We know it's not a fad. But that you're actually trying to escape Eric Andre and Josh Gad. Your legacy is endless. We can all concur. Keep wearing shorts every day. But maybe cut down on the earth. We love you, Bean, and wish you luck in all you do. The only way to send you off is with,
5: with a whoo That is a long, long rap right there. That is not yeah. annoying at all. Yeah. I thought it was uh, entertaining for second one. I'm moving to England now.
17: <laughs> <laughs> I moved and came back during the rap. <laughs> I got homesick. We're in
7: our uh, final minutes here of my final show on the Kevin Bean program with our good friends Adam Carolla and uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Um... Jimmy, you asked earlier, and we got sidetracked, for me to speak about Kevin. He uh, said he was going to demand it. I, yeah, I, demand demand. It. I and demanded. What is, what is it you want to know? You've known us both uh, well for a long time. What, what don't you know? Well, it's uh, it's not what I don't know. I know everything. I mean, I know everything about
18: the two of you. I know more than, than I would be comfortable sharing Jimmy pro- on the air. probably knows more about me than me does. Yeah, but I think that you haven't... I, I think that in a...
16: In... In... Hmm...
17: Uh, let Let's me let I'll me let me jump yeah. in. Yes, you this is how... not gonna help. I'm right. just gonna tell you right. right now. All right. If you would ask any of us at 6 a.m., do you want to talk to poor man today? <laughs> right. The answer would be no. Correct. Absolutely not. But I think we're all glad we did. Agreed. In yeah. yes. a sort of cathartic, end the chapter kind of way. And I think that's kind of what Jimmy's looking for, and all the listeners are looking for here. Not necessarily tears. But I think we would mm, yeah, regret it. I, tears, I, I, yeah. I, I I think we would regret it if that conversation didn't take place. Jimmy
5: tell Bean that I don't talk directly to him.
17: <laughs> <laughs> I um, think it's just
18: interesting when you are because I did you know, before Adam and I were partners, I was on the radio with some other guys and it's it's hard. It's like being married and it's in a way But with
7: less sex.
18: Well, <laughs> Sometimes mm, not much. in my case. case. Okay, not the same. <laughs> but, <All right. laughs> but it is it, to maintain a relationship like this that is that it's it's not just not just the fact that you're spending four and a half hours a day together, but your well being, you know, your 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 income, your stature, Life- your livelihood, stature, your livelihood person, yeah. All of this is connected with each other. It's unique, and I think that you guys are.
12: Uh, um, Effed up, <laughs> <laughs> doomed. Well, I don't want to. You know, oh, oh, this is why. Yeah, yeah.
17: Yes. we got our tears. It really <laughs> took two hours.
18: <laughs> we got I'm going to be, be the one to show some emotion here. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, I, let the man speak. Okay.
17: <laughs> I just want to thank you guys. That's it. I love you guys. I do. Uh, I must leave and do an 18 podcast, so I want to just jump in and <laughs> By say, way, which one has Asperger's? Is it I Bean or
10: Adam? Uh, because, can can uh, you be I
18: actually crying? Adam goes, I'm I gonna... gotta go do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta do. <laughs> All, right. All right, I
17: will. Yeah. I will. I will. I will make myself very vulnerable here. Yes. When Jimmy sent me an email and he said, "Can you be a part of this?" I he, the the subject line was, "I know you're very busy," and I said. I am very busy but I would not be busy if it were not for Kevin and Bean and you Jimmy who I love dearly. I was a struggling carpenter. I didn't have insurance, auto insurance. You've completely changed my world and by the way if my wife and kids are listening you too cuz yes, you got your world <laughs> affected. Yeah. Sounds as like your well. better at your family. A bit, <laughs> bit, but what I'm saying is is not you've been at, you've affected my world and i was able to go affect other people's worlds So i'm going to go to a place with a bunch of employees now and i've helped their world because you helped my world jimmy that's all jimmy does is help people around him in a positive way this is
5: supposed to be about jimmy you know, and,
17: about and, you. and, and <laughs> about so if you were sitting here i'd say the same thing about yes. you and 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 being i was thinking about you i was thinking well we're not going to hear Bean. and i realized Bean, you know, when somebody dies, you go, they still live in your heart and they still live in your mind. Bean has always been that way while he's on the earth and while he's alive. Like, I feel a connection with Bean. I don't talk to Bean often. We don't see each other often. But I think we all have that sort of invisible connection with Bean as... Who do you have a connection with that you don't see or hang with or have lunch with Jesus more, and more Bean. than Bean? It's Jesus
7: <laughs> and Bean.
17: And well, a new, ro- a new show name. Mr. Rogers as well. <laughs> that's the best kind of relationship, though, isn't so, it? So uh, yeah. I thank you on a selfish note for, yes, Adam. for thank you, Adam. Uh, making thank you. everything possible for me. Thank you, Bean. Thank you, Kevin, for being open-armed. And, and you didn't need to let me into your world. You, you did, and you completely and transformed my life. And
5: we're better for it.
17: But I would like to say something to Bean. And I put this in an Instagram
5: post. And that is, I don't get... I don't follow you on Instagram, by (laughs) the way. I don't know if I was meant to see that. (laughs) I don't get the job at K-Rock if it's not for Bean. I don't keep the job at K-Rock if it's not for Bean. Like, there was many, many years, right up to like today, where I didn't think I was enough. And Bean was always so effing solid. Knew what he was doing. And I was scared out of my mind there many, many years. Honestly, I feel like Bean just dragged me along. Not, he didn't know that was going to be his role, but it's sort of what happened. And let's be honest, I'm not a good enough broadcaster to be here. Honestly,
7: like that's true. I, I no, know. I, mean, I believe that. I mean, no. I really do believe. No, that. I know you believe it, but that's silly. I agree. I agree with the the, the Kimmel guy. Yeah, that's not the you, Kimmel guy. <laughs> yeah, you deserve every every bit of the success of this program. It, it, I, I, is I don't believe
5: that. I believe that you carried the show a tremendous amount of time. But
7: uh, here's here's, and here's you what, know that's true. I don't think it's true because I'm telling you, if I'm by myself or with other people, there's not the magic. I mean, look, I. Can have a great time talking to, talking to Jimmy or talking to Jensen or talking to Allie, whoever, but there's something with Kevin and being together that we've known since Arizona, since the first time we ever got behind a mic together is that there's a spark and there's magic and there's chemistry and I've never had that kind of chemistry with anybody else in my whole life. So leave. That's and your answer. So my answer is to leave. And I, and Lock I it in. I, I think I said this at our uh, Broadcasting Hall of Fame induction a few years ago. I mean, the the luckiest, aside from the day I met my wife, the luckiest day of my life would have been the day that I walked into that radio station in Phoenix and met Kevin. And I just like when Jimmy and Adam met each other, they certainly could never have known what the decades un- would unfold after that meeting. It was the same thing with me. And a million years, I never would have imagined that this would be a relationship that would l- last for more than half my w- life. I mean, it ends today. There won't be a relationship after this. <laughs> (laughs) But, um, it was, you know, people, and this is something else I said in the speech, you know, people have come up to me over the years and especially young people in radio, they're like, what's the, what's the secret, you know, how the success and the longevity. And I said, do a show with Kevin. That's your answer. What You, you want to figure out That's a way the to... the worst advice ever. <laughs> it worked for me. It's wrong with you. Smith is a douche. I don't even know why you would go there. <laughs> I wouldn't. Look, I wouldn't have this job or this career either if I hadn't been lucky enough just to, you know, the stars aligned and we were able to meet each other back then and make it work. And I'll, I'll tell you something else, but to your point, Jimmy, about how a relationship like this, an on-air uh, thing, is a uh, show is like a, a, a marriage. You know, the temperament that Kevin has... Uh, is exactly the right temperament to do a job like this where you have to make a million decisions and you're never going to agree on all of them. And we both understood very early on that you have to pick your battles and you have to know what's worth fighting for. And most of the stuff doesn't really matter. And we both are the kind of people, thank God, that are not going to break up over a fight or an argument or a disagreement because we want to work together. And the next day we want to come back and do another great show. So why let uh, why let any single decision ruin it, ruin what's great? And I think that that's been also the secret to our success is that we have been you know willing to – we want to stay in this, so we work together. And it's, What uh, happened? Why are you leaving? And look, this is the greatest job in broadcasting, and I get to do it from my house, you guys. And they pay me so much money. And I understand that people can look at it and go, it's so stupid, but it really is just a question of your off-air life versus your on-air life. The on-air life couldn't be any better or more fun but the off air life is where i'm looking to make some upgrades and that's why that's why i'm leaving have you told donna yet donna's very <laughs> excited about going
8: oh she's <laughs> going away okay so i don't know if you got
7: what you wanted jimmy but i think i think that yes. like, you know kevin and i love and respect each other and always have and we both know how lucky we are to have you know hooked up and we've had did we did we hook up i do not hear <laughs> that
17: hey oh, okay, cross yeah. paths he, and you guys a lot of weird wow. stuff. Yeah. On, i want to be honest when is the last time you told donna she used to be hot <laughs> <laughs> i mean donna Really, still a, fun, hot. a husband has to do that every once in <laughs> a no, while.
7: No, she's still, my wife is still way too hot for me. I absolutely outkicked my coverage. There's no question about that. <laughs> well,
5: thank you, guys. Thank you, You guys. got what you came for, Jimmy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. and, and only two and a half
18: hours later. And <laughs> being, I will come visit you in a place for mom. <laughs> okay, because that's where I'm going to be we're sending uh, And <laughs> let
7: me say, let me say the same thing that I said earlier today, just in case there weren't people listening. When uh, you know, when Ralph German called in, or some of the other guests that we've had on the show, and that is, there's no Kevin and Bean without the supporting cast, uh, of which you guys are a major, major part. And I mean, and I extend that also to Jensen and Ally. This show doesn't fly without great people working with us. It's not just about us. So thank you for your many, and many, the comedians, Comedian comedian. Obviously, yeah. I'm well, disappointed we don't have them on again today for the last show. To, to well, be honest, we'll be
8: hearing a lot of them January first. But I know that, uh,
7: Adam, you got a bunch of podcasts to go do. And, Jimmy, I understand you're on TV in some capacity yeah, now. Yeah, I have so a show. Let it. Oh. oh, really? Why did you never mention that to us? We would have promoted it. You seem preoccupied. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to keep in touch with both of you guys. And we love you. And thank you so much for spending your morning with us here today. Love you, Bean. Adam Carolla, and Jimmy thank Kimmel, you guys. You. We'll
17: come back with
7: one final segment after this on K-Rock.
5: Our comedian, your thoughts? You
4: guys are <laughs> <laughs> It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q.
5: Thanks, Muggs. There's no
7: way I would have hit
4: that. You know that for sure. <laughs> I got
5: you, dude. <laughs> you
7: know that for a fact. Um, how great was it of Jimmy Kimmel and Anna Corolla to give their whole mornings to us, right? Amazing. Hey, let's take a one call before we play one final song, and let's make it Travis, line three, La Crescenta. He has been very patiently holding on. Travis, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Sorry for the long wait. We got very busy in here today. What's going on? Oh,
12: so, boys, it's quite all right. Kevin and Bean Show, how are you? You're great, good, thank you. What can we do for you? Uh, hey, you know... I just want to say I've been a listener since uh, 95. Uh, of course, every day you changed my life just by listening to the show. But we had one – my family had one day in particular where you guys really touched our lives and saved my brother's life. Wow. What? And, um, you know, get, it's like I get choked up just thinking about it right now. But it was back in 2007. I have a schizophrenic brother, and he, he went missing And he was gone for a few days. And um, I thought, what could I do? What could I do? I reached out to Kevin and Bean. And you put me on the air to describe my brother. We put out a missing persons ad for him. And you let me describe my brother and tell his story. And no joke, perfect timing. One of your listeners was at a corner at a stoplight. And he was sitting there on a bus bench. And called it in to uh, to k rock and they let us know and we found him and he was back home with his
7: family um, wow I'm glad we were able to play a small part in that how how is he doing now he's doing okay you know Good.
12: he's Good. doing all right you know he's he's safe that's all that that's all that matters so oh
7: I'm so glad um we don't do stuff like that very often I'm so happy that we did it for you and I'm glad that it worked out and much love to your family and thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it.
12: Dean, I can't uh, thank you enough
7: for all the years of joy. I wish you the best of luck to you, and uh, thank you guys so much. Take care. Thank you, Travis. You too. Thank you, Travis. Hey, uh, Bean. my name is uh, Mike. I've been a podcast listener for the past eight years or so. Almost two years ago, I almost made the biggest mistake of my life. I was thinking about taking my own life. Oh, I've been an man. addict for the last nine years. I've been sober for four years now, and I've always battled with depression. When you came on the air last year in April talking so freely about your mental health issues, it made me realize that someone who seems so happy and has such a great life can have the same problems as me. It was really eye-opening. Now I'm 30, I'm engaged, I just got my first house in April, and I just welcomed my son Jackson on October 17th, and he enclosed a picture of his beautiful little boy. I would just like to tell you thanks, because waking up every day and downloading your podcast has brought laughter and put a smile on my face every single day. Thank you for making depression and anxiety so normal for me, and for helping me get up every day. I will deeply miss you and your your weirdness. I wish you and Donna the best in London on your second life. We will miss you. That's from Mike. And this is, again, this is another example of what we were talking about earlier, Kevin, how we have no idea sometimes how the words that we say on the radio impact people on the other side. But it's, uh, you know, it's the most meaningful thing in the world that we have been some comfort to so many people for so many years.
5: And it's, it's sort of hard to believe because we're just two
7: idiots just yes. making jokes. You know? Yes, we're just a couple of chuckleheads, but sometimes we uh, we do get in there and we appreciate it. All right. A lot of people have uh, that work here at K-Rock have said, what do you want to do about the music on your final show? And okay, but can...
5: just before you get to that, we do have three, two, and one of moments with.
7: We can do those when we come back. Right? I thought this was our last break. No? No. Oh no, we're going to talk after the song. Oh, too. okay. Yeah, good. yeah, we're
8: talking after the song. Right. Too. Um, <laughs> this is where he says he's never leaving.
7: <laughs> you know that whole thing about me leaving? <laughs> not not happening. I'll see you guys tomorrow. It's a great show, though. <laughs> um, people have people have said, uh, "What do you want to do with music?" We haven't played very many songs today, but I did think it would be appropriate to play one final song before my final goodbye, and I chose this song not because it's called "Goodbye Goodbye," but because Kevin, as you may remember, when you and I did our first ever appearance on the world famous K Rock. December 31st, 1989, you and I hosted the New Year's Eve broadcast, Yep. getting into 1990. And the last song that we played of 1989, leading up to midnight and the new year and the new decade, was this song that I thought would be appropriate to play today on my last day on the air. The great Oingo Boingo, Goodbye,
9: Goodbye.
7: Remember? (laughs) I remember. That was it, man. That was the last song played on K-Rock on the 80s. And Kevin and Bean were just baby DJs. And I think the hate calls began that night. I don't think people (laughs) waited until our first morning show on January 2nd, 1990. correct. I think they called that night and said, who are you and why are you ruining my favorite radio station? That did happen, yes.
8: Here's a recap of the week. Yeah. Gene Bean Baxter. 30 years in the radio. He's dead now. He's a corpse. He's no longer on the show because he's dead. I could do this because he's sort of like my biggie. I'm the puffy of this. (laughs) Yeah. Usually I'm here to wrap up on a week But this time is different, it's a little unique Things about to change in our morning routine Cause we're saying goodbye to the legend of Bean He's so sweet, but constantly a dick Loves the post office, and Taylor Swift Gave up his kidney to a struggling pal And unironically loves the songs of Weird Al Between Rabbit Rabbit and Halloween Spooks He opened up about his mental health and his truth And spoke about the struggles that he faces every day And in the process seemed to tell us all that we would be okay So even though Bean's going far away His legacy on K-Rock is guaranteed to Day because I know he wouldn't want it any other way. We'll completely forget his name come Monday. Let's go. Rest in peace, Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> yeah. Oh no no no! Oh, oh no, no! No the no no!
7: No! I'm so I old. will be oh not. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> <happy>. <laughs> Um, Just got the weirdest uh, email. Uh, Beat, I know it's your last day today. I want to thank you and Kevin for helping us spread our weirdness in the world. Signed, Dave Dieterer from the Presidents of the United States of America. (laughs) All right, Christmas Piglet, which we recorded for you, remains the cherished high point from our four to five solid years of mayhem and magic, Dave said. Remember, Kevin, they did the Christmas Piglet song for one of our Christmas (laughs) albums. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Uh, Before I say goodbye and I have prepared a little something, Ali, Jensen, Dave, you guys are in studio. Anything you want to add to the broadcast? I know we've all been yapping our heads off here, but anything you uh, want to say?
8: I'll go first. I, I was the newest, so I've had the least amount of time with you. But I, I feel like today I just was able to sit back as a fan and and listen to the two guys that have meant so much to me growing up in my humor and as a radio nerd myself. Jimmy and Adam? No, you two. Oh. Uh, and uh, I've never had a compliment in my life as uh, important to me as I'm very bean-like. Uh, and I'm just appreciative for the year I was able to work with you guys. Beat it, kid. All right, how about you, Dave?
4: His uh, mic mic's back. off, which yeah. is a great way to end Dave's moment. No, with that. Being, uh, twenty years, man, that I've been with you, uh, I can't thank you enough for everything you've done for
11: me. And yeah, man, um, why is everyone tearing up? <laughs> I'm we not boys, dead, you guys, we boys, we boys are, indeed. dead R- to us. R- RIPB, and I'll see you in London. Uh,
7: I moved, I think, uh, Dave. I think, I'm, I'm yeah, living in Madrid now. Uh,
11: Allie.
6: You've met me. I've been crying since Jimmy was here.
7: So, <laughs> so just, say no more.
6: Yeah, I love you, and I'm gonna miss you so much. And uh, I'm Shebeen, and that's why.
7: I love you too, and you are actually one of my real friends that I will keep in touch with after the show. I can't. He oh, didn't about. say to anyone. He didn't say, say, that say that to Jensen anybody. or me. Um, odd. <laughs> we didn't do the top three yet, right? No, we oh, did we did not. Gotta we we gotta, gotta do those. We gotta do those moments then, with, and then we'll say goodbye. Number three, and now a moment with Bean. Now. I know that you were in Slither, and I remember seeing that movie at the time. But it seemed like it was a long time ago. What 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 stuff did you do in Slither?
16: Uh what stuff did I do in Slither? Yeah, <laughs> I
7: don't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> who, Where are you going who, with this? Bean, who who were you in Slither? Did you chase snakes? Did you? What did you do back then? <laughs> that was A Moment With Beans. That was also officially the worst question that has ever been asked mm, of a
6: guest. Mm, uh, I'm uh, seriously. I'll give you
7: a run for your money yeah, on Kevin's, any guest.
6: Kevin still works here. <laughs>
7: and By the way, uh, it's so great to hear. Uh, we haven't mentioned her yet, but Lisa May's voice on that tape here, who was an integral part of the program for 25 years, and uh, I'm still in touch with her as well. But uh, let's do number two. Number two. And now, A Moment With Beans. We're talking about The Walking Dead, which returns on AMC this Sunday night. Nope, for... nope, nope, a week from Sunday. A week from Sunday, I apologize. Uh, October 14th. On AMC. We're going to have uh, David Morrissey in, next right. hour, who plays the governor. Next who's, week. Who's a new... <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Dude, <laughs> i got the issues. <laughs> that was a moment with me. When I'm the guy that has stuff straight, you're in trouble. The uh, Hall of Fame is going to reconsider their award tomorrow night, right? All right, here we go. Number one. And now a moment with Bean. Dude, you may finally achieve the uh, the altitude that you've been trying to get off the, this boat. What? <laughs> 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 I'm like, what?
15: I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I didn't see that. He just fell off his chair. <laughs> That was A Moment
5: With Bean. I feel like, in all honesty, we need to hear that one again.
7: It's so good. I don't know that we have the time. I mean, oh, we have, we have time. the time. Oh, let me look at the clock. Yeah, time. Starting very late. And now, A Moment With Bean. Dude, you may finally achieve the the altitude that you've been trying to get off the, this boat. What? <laughs> 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 <I'm> like, what? <laughs> I'm <just> thinking, <laughs> I, I didn't say that. What?
15: <laughs> I was fell <laughs> off his chair. <laughs> that
7: was a moment with Bean. Remember where you are so you remember <laughs> where you are right now. All right, let's take uh, one final call. I think this is going to be Sun Valley and Sam, it looks like, on line one. Hey, Sam, welcome to the program. This is Santa morning. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> yeah.
11: I love it. <laughs> I was, uh, what a crazy real...
7: inside joke that
5: started
11: <laughs> the real guy 20
7: years ago. Love it. All right. We are out of uh, time, and I feel like I've said uh, uh, pretty much everything I want to say. I think I've thanked all the people past and present who have worked on the program. I have uh, mentioned how incredible it has been to develop these relationships, sometimes one-sided, but sometimes through social media and email and whatnot, we've been able to connect, and I appreciate all of those with uh, the l- listeners over the years. I would also like to
5: say that there were many people along the way that should have fired us but didn't.
7: Yeah, let's give a shout out to those bosses. We certainly deserved it a lot, uh, and uh, and I've been you know I, I, I'm not good at uh, speeches, and I'm not good at mushy stuff. So I, rather than me uh, try to put into words how I feel right now, I thought I would turn it over to the uh, the greatest uh, the greatest television character of all time, Coach Taylor, from Friday Night Lights who, as he said goodbye to his kids on the football field in one of the final episodes of the show, he summed up the way I feel about you guys and the K-Rock audience as well. So I'll let this be my farewell for 30 years of the Kevin and Bean Show on the world-famous K-Rock.
4: Gentlemen, the time has come for me to move on. I will always remember the feeling of that hot breeze slapping my face as I walked down in the field on a hot Friday night in Texas sizzle of the hot dogs grilling up the concession stand, the smell of the grass, the vibrations from the bleachers as the crowd first roars, and all of your hopeful eyes shining out from underneath those helmets. And you will always be part of me, my heart and my soul. You are my family. I ask only this of you, wherever you go, whatever you do, remember this time. Remember this time when together we accomplished the impossible. You know wherever I go, whatever I do, I will take these memories with me. I will cherish these memories. Always.
1: That's a motherfucking wreck. <laughs> so if you're confused about what I'm saying, listen
0: very carefully. I quit this bitch.
4: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. k K-Rock.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's In Your Podcast queue.